This episode of First and Wild is brought to you by iParty Boat Rentals. When you touch down in the MIA, the 305, for the turn up, a celebration, a birthday, a bachelor party, a bachelorette party, celebrate on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media platforms to book yours right now. iParty Boat Rentals, pontoons, 24-footers, yachts, whatever you need, we can make it happen. So once again, when you come down to Miami and you're done with South Beach, you're done with Wynwood, make sure before you leave, you have fun on the water with iParty Boat Rentals. Now, enjoy the first and wild podcast oh man what up what up it's your boy slim city live this is the first and wild podcast and uh make sure you like subscribe share and i got a special guest today from a friend of a friend so i know it's legit my man kino kino what up yo 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 what's good man welcome to the podcast uh sorry about last week i had a little situation but i appreciate you for taking the time out to be here and uh man thanks for having me yeah man so uh, your friend Pierre uh, has been bragging about you for a long time. Good old P-Mo Funk. Yeah, P-P Money. You know what I mean? The man is a very caring individual. Yeah. He's a real good friend. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yes. From way back when. And um, he's been talking to you about, talking to me about you for a long time. From Carolina days, really, before I even moved back. Mm. And I, I think I got a couple of your songs in one of my mix shows, if I can't remember. But... This week, I, I really like indulging your music, and um, it's really good, man. Thank you. Thank this you. is really good, but I'm going to be very critical because you have a cheat code, and, which is fact, in, in cheat code, I mean, like, you've been doing it for so long yeah. that you can't suck at it. Yeah. So I felt like when he was kind of giving me, like, the background story about you, and I was, like, on, on scrolling on social media, I was like, this, this nigga been, dog, he's been doing it from birth, bro. It doesn't count. Like, you know what I'm saying? Well, you know niggas that been DJing and their daddy was a DJ. Yeah. Like, bro, you're supposed to be a good DJ. Nah, so. yeah, I definitely, uh, I've been cheating. Yeah, yeah. Lie. So I got a little formula. So where did, take me back to the beginning, man. Like, where did it all start honestly it started with me playing drums mm-hmm. uh i started playing i actually started in a band with pimo that's how i know okay. him yeah and uh from there i was just tired of playing drums for other people and i decided mm. i wanted to be in the front of the stage and from there I, um i actually my first song that i recorded and i took serious was a feature in the band we was playing in mm. and then from there i was like yeah, i kind of got some bars so let me, yeah <laughs> i feel like i can make bars better than i can play these drums so oh wow i'm gonna focus so, on did that. did you i mean did this start like from childhood as far as the music oh yeah from the music is honestly since before i was born my grandfather used to play bass for okay. like celia cruz okay my father is one of the Top three Haitian singers from the nineties. Oh, really? Yes, yeah, so I didn't really have a choice. Oh, <laughs> so. facts. So, what was it like growing up like that? Was it type of like pressure? Was all this all in Haiti? Was it here? Was it? Nah, it was here. Um, he started his career in New York. Okay, but he was. I didn't really live with him, but it was kind of always that pressure. Like uh, you're his firstborn. Firstborn. Oh, kind of got to carry this torch. So. Were you born in New York? Or? Yeah, okay, I was born so in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. So yeah. you're up there with your mom and your dad, and yeah. then they kind of separated, and then you came down here? Yeah, exactly. I came here maybe like 94, 95. Okay, okay. Yeah. So you had to be a, I don't even know, I have no idea. Yeah, I was, but a, if kid. You, I was a kid. Okay, I was a little yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I mean, what was it like growing up with your father being such a heavy musical influence, but not being really, not really being on his tutelage to say, was your mom into music as well, or nah, she nah. was like a whole different vibe? Yeah, she was a whole different vibe. I guess for her, it was, 
I don't know, he was too much of a rock star, so she was like, yeah. I'm out of here. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but I didn't really like grow up with him, so yeah. for me it was just a normal person. It was kinda it's kinda crazy. Cause me not growing up with him and then seeing like the impact he had in that industry. Yeah. So when I run into people and they're like, What? That's your dad? Like, nigga, it's Jesus and then there's him. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, for real. So was, but for me, I'm like, ah, this is a regular dude. dude like yeah. I'm gonna call him right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I never really felt any pressure. I just always felt like do my own thing and just carry Was your mom name. kind of hesitant for you to go into music? She actually wasn't. Since day one, she's always supported mm-hmm. me. Like, I was 11. She made sure I got a drum sex. She was yeah. tired of me beating on pots and shit. So uh, I, I can say shit, right? Oh, yeah. All type of <laughs> I, got a, I got a horrible potty mouth. Bro. Nah, it's like, fine, bro. It's I'm like a sailor. Like. Nah, come on, bro. <laughs> and the more Hendrix I drink, I drink the worse it's going to get. But um, That's what this podcast for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was, um, I was like a, in elementary school. And she was, I, I used to, I remember the guy that lived behind us had a drum set. Mm-hmm. And he would always play. And I would always go in the back with my my little pencils and the pots, and yeah. I'd play along with them. So from then, I guess she told my dad, like, yo, get this nigga a drum set. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember, it was like maybe midnight. He called us over to Miami. He was in town. We drove down there. We pulled up to the hotel. The nigga had a drum set waiting in the lobby. Damn, that's crazy. So, and he's like, yo, call me tomorrow when you get out of school. I'm going to help you set it up, nigga. Two o'clock in the morning, I set up that drum set in elementary school. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't wait to go home. I remember home. Um, the elementary school I went to in Miami, uh, West Lab. Uh, shout out to Mr. Thomas. I can remember my music teacher from elementary school. I don't remember none of them niggas. <laughs> I do, though, because like, I can tell you every influential teacher I've ever had in my life. Honestly, I've had one. and if I know. the. All right, all right, so tell me the finest teacher you ever had. The finest teacher that I can remember, yeah. Miss Berman. She was my ele- um, not my elementary, my uh, English teacher yeah. in like eleventh grade. Yeah, but she was also in school to be a sexual therapist. So once she told us that, what? <laughs> all yeah. of us was like, wait a minute. Yeah, mine was uh, Miss Dorcellis, second grade, uh, Miss Dominguez, um, kindergarten. But our school was wild. I saw. My elementary school was connected to University of Miami. Oh shit. So if you've ever been to UM, right? Yeah. And you've been to those dorms, if you know the original dorms, like when you turn into that main entrance, those dorms on the right, mm-hmm. if you know those those uh, those tennis courts off to the side. Is that by where like the basketball court is? I know there's a, they got the basketball court somewhere like yeah. right when you turn and then, in. Yeah. It's so on the right, I think. Yeah, not the arena. Okay. But like the dormitory area, so like, so you go past the past the basketball shit. Yeah, okay. and you bust the right. You see those dorms on the right hand side, and there's the tennis court and a parking garage connected to it. Okay. Now that tennis court, women used to sunbathe out there <laughs> every day. Oh man! So every PE class, well, the first thing you get the PE class, you had to run all the way to the back gate, and the back gate you had to pass the the uh, the uh, the tennis court. Yeah. So every day. <laughs> Woman's out there sunbathing. Mind you, mind you, you know how you, you see it. Yeah, and you, you know you like it, but you don't know why you, you like know, it. Exactly, it's not clicking in your mind, but something in your in your in your DNA is telling you like, yo. No lie, when I was like in third grade, our PE teacher had these big ass titties, right? Oh my god! <laughs> and on the way to like the PE field, I remember like vividly mm-hmm. we used to like fight over who's who's gonna walk next to her <laughs> so we could put our head, head on, on her titty. titty. <laughs> oh lord! <laughs> <laughs> we was like in third grade, perfect. Don't know why we don't, don't even have no idea. Yeah, but we knew. Hey, these titties are like pillows. <laughs> For real. Damn. I'm trying to remember the first time I laid on some big ass titties. I can't remember as a child. I was just telling her the other day. One of my one of my childhood friends from middle school. The first day I met him, <laughs> I was skipping class and I walked in the hallway in seventh grade, and I see him and some girl. 
And he's like, hey, I n- never knew him. Didn't never seen this man a day in my life. Yeah. As soon as I hit the corner, he's like, hey, you want to see some titties? <laughs> I'm like, hey, I want to see some titties, nigga. Ever since then, like, that's yeah. been one of my closest friends. That's a real, that's a real ass nigga yeah, right there. first day I met him, he's like, hey, you want to see some titties? No, nah, because you know, when you, when you get into them type of situations at a very young age, it's very... It's very hard to share that moment. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And You're going to be down, selfish. She was like, yeah, shit, you want to see some titties? Nigga, here. Because <laughs> you know some niggas have a whole hole ready to get mudded out. Listen. And they be like, no, no. They don't want to tell the whole squad. Hey, Hollywood, Florida is a whole different type of beast. Oh, listen, man. I used to be at the, at the, uh, I volunteered at, um, Boys and Girls Club Hollywood. Oh, shit. So I went know. to middle school right behind there. Yeah. Apollo Middle. Yeah, Apollo, yeah. So I was always over there. I was bad as shit oh, in the Boys God, and Girls kids, Club. Yo, them kids is wilding out East Hollywood, bro. I was like. <laughs> I'm in I'm in sixth grade jumping the fence because we don't want to be in Boys and Girls Club yeah. no more. So we're going to Taco Bell. Taco <laughs> nigga. Taco Bell. And then the niggas, movie theater. The flippers. movie theater. Flippers. I'm, I'm, I'm sneaking in there with subs from Subway. Oh, come on, man. Damn, flippers used to be. Flippers used to be the low-key. Flippers. When you want to fuck a bitch in the movie theater spot, Listen. you want to take a chick that you don't know one ever to see you. Whatever you want to do, you do in the flippers. You want to fight somebody, bring them to the bathroom and yeah. flippers. You want to smash, Facts. go to flippers. Whatever you want, <laughs> take your flippers. ass to flippers. Damn, I think that's to- why my mom never let me go. Damn, she knew. Yeah, we had. Well, I live out west, so we had movie code. Oh yeah, no, nah, yeah, nigga. We used to look at movie code like nigga. <laughs> nigga, that's what niggas. You, could, you can go to movie code on a Friday. You made it. Oh, what? And then niggas used to go fight at a uh, 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 Oasis. Yep, the Sawgrass. <laughs> niggas love fighting out there. Oh, uh, they're in Tower Shop. Oh, Towers, <laughs> yo. Yeah. Damn, when they had the Dave and Busters out there. Yeah. Oh man, and before. And remember damn. Grand Prix, bro? Oh, Grand before Prix. It came, before it became Boomers. Boomers. Became Grand Prix. Oh yeah, that was that lit. Shit was fire. Yeah, man. Damn, Memories. I miss those days. For real. Life was so much simpler. I know, man. Fuck. God, I have to wear no fuck? mask. No. <laughs> no <laughs> Niggas go outside. Yeah. Niggas to dap up with no issues. Oh, my God. Now you got to give everybody a fist bump. I'm fist bump. I'm not doing that shit, bro. I don't give a fuck. I got a corona test last week, Friday. I tested. I'm corona free, so I don't really yeah, give a nah, fuck. Nah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't got one. I'm not getting one because I haven't died yet, mm-hmm. but... I'm not going to do it because I yeah. know how bad it is. Yeah. I had to get my sinuses checked once, yeah. and they shoved the scope up there and down my throat. It's not that bad, then. man. Shit, that it's scope that ruined my life. It I'm wasn't that bad. You know why? Because like when I get congested, one of the things I used to do is I get Vicks, and I put the Q-tip in that shit, and then I like put it up my oh, nose, and I swab it around. And you're get, like, a whole different beast. Instant relief. And I'm not doing that. I can't even no, it's, I can't even think without my nose bothering me. I got like so bruh. much sinus problems. I like, don't know, man. If I blow my nose too yeah. hard that's it's a wrap it's a wrap <laughs> like, nah man that shit i i, I, can't, I don't know it works though fuck all y'all man yeah, nah. <laughs> Got a lot of judgment in here right here <laughs> i'm not doing that it i ain't is. doing no corona tests listen now i got me <laughs> no listen i told i told people's like all my haitian friends like look bro y'all haitians been through so much y'all can't get coronavirus though. right y'all I just feel been like we're through so to much it. yeah like i've never seen a group of people like, I don't even make fun of Haitians no more. Like, bro, y'all got it, man. My nigga, y'all good. if you could go over there and eat the food, like, on the street and you find the next day, oh, un- yeah. unlike somebody that I'm not going to mention their name, but they're in this room and they Damn. drank the water in Haiti once. Oh, you tripping. Now, come on ass. now. You got to know better. Listen. You I ain't was, that Haitian, bro. When we was on tour, yeah. I had my own roommate, but at the time, my roommate didn't come, so I had to shack up with somebody else. Yeah. And mind you, for years, like when I first joined the joined the band, mm-hmm. that was the one and only person I knew. So off rip, we was yeah. like best friends, friends, roommates everywhere. But I had a roommate with this one individual. 
I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymes with Mier, right? <laughs> so, and they're in this room, but I'm not, I mean, there's only four of us in here, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to put them on blast. Yeah. But the man drank, we have, they told me, they said, when you go to Haiti, there's two types of water. It's a water bottle. You're safe. Drink yeah. that all day long. Yeah. It's like a regular Dasani Aquafina yeah. or whatever. There's another water in a plastic bag. Remember when we was in middle school, they had the juice in the plastic bag? Oh, yeah, bag juice. They had water like that. Oh, for real? Dum Dum said, yo, I'm from Haiti. I'm going to drink this. Nah, the bro. nigga drank that bag, bro. You, you American now, bro. Oh, <laughs> my God. The nigga you caught, yank, man. Bro, the nigga caught a stomach virus, mm. diarrhea for days, <laughs> almost didn't make it back home because he, he was so messed up. Yeah, they didn't want to let him out of the country. <laughs> He almost couldn't get on a plane. We legit had to push him in the airport in a fucking wheelchair <laughs> because the nigga Bruh. couldn't walk. He lost so much weight. <laughs> yeah, I had to nah, take him to, crazy, to where was man. it? Jackson or some shit or Palmetto? Palmetto. Fresh off a tour, we got to go straight to the hospital. <laughs> Damn. I'm stuck in Haiti for like 30 days and I can't even go home because this nigga's tripping. <laughs> we got to take him Y'all to the was hospital. I was in Haiti for 30 days? Something like that, like 20, 30 days. Damn. Yeah. All right, man. So I, I don't know everybody know anybody about tour life. I did like a mini college tour, like four colleges. It wasn't really a tour compared to what y'all niggas be doing. But uh, let's bring it back to like, so you're, you're into the music now. You're, you got the drum set. Mm-hmm. Boom. You're elementary school. Yeah. The passion is found. Yeah. All right. And then when, when do we, when do you notice the ascendance of level? Like take me to like middle school, high school now. Bro, honestly, till this day, like, I never even, like, I still won't admit, like, how good I am. I still don't feel like I'm that good. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm learning. But since from middle school, I started messing with Fruity Loops, which yeah. is, like, the original version of yeah, FL yeah. Studio. Yeah. I got that shit on a floppy disk, bro. Mm. And I said floppy disk. Ever since, like, I had a little beat machine and then Fruity Loops. And from mm-hmm. there, like, I used to always, that's when Timberland and Pharrell came out. And I used to always listen to them. And I would, like that was my number one motivation. Mm-hmm. And from then, I was like, yo, I want to make beats for the rest of my life. Yeah. So I started there. And then maybe in like high school, I was like, let me put some words together and see if mm-hmm. I could do this. And I saw it was easy to put the words together. <laughs> While you're doing this, are you still? Yeah, yeah, I'm drums. still drumming. But I, I, at that point, I wasn't really sure. Like I just thought I was one of those people that knew how to do this mm-hmm. and knew how to do that. I never really took it serious. Seriously. None like even when I was playing in bands, I still never took it serious. It was just on so you playing in like adult bands in high school. Yeah, no, it was I was eighteen when I started. Okay, so um, I'm fresh out of high school. Yeah, I uh, I started playing for somebody. I don't even know how these people got my number, bro. Yeah. <laughs> somebody called me one day. It was like, "Yo, we're going to Canada in a couple months. We need a drummer." So I'm like, "All right, cool." Damn. And from that, like literally my well, first show ever. I, I have a question. So. When when you when you have gifts like this, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, coming from a Caribbean background, they really drill that education, go to school. Mm-hmm. How how do you make those decisions? Like for you to be like, I'm gonna pursue a job, a career that has really no guarantees, right? Like uh, you're talking about. Granted, I've sim- kind of similarly done the same thing, but yours is on a whole nother level. Yeah. How do, how do you like? I don't. I, it just, how do I decide? Like, yeah. How do you, you like do. that? Because that, that job you have drumming for bands all over the world. You don't know when your next band is gonna call you. Yeah. You don't know. Ain't no four hundred one k. The next show is gonna be. Yeah. You sometimes. don't know. There's no four hundred one k. Yeah. There's no retirement. Mm-hmm. There's no social security. Like, how do you make those decisions? Like, how do you? So I've always been one of those kids that always just did whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. And like, 
I'm going to deal with the consequences after. Like, I'm okay. going to do what I want, and whatever happens after is yeah. whatever. You ain't got no kids, do you? Nah, not okay, yet. Okay, clearly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I tell her all the time, yeah. I feel bad for when we got kids, because oh. they're going to be horrible little shitheads. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I accept it, and I know that, because okay. I'm like, I'm so, we're both so strong-minded, mm-hmm. and it's like, we're going to do what, what we want, like, it is what it is. Yeah. So I, I apologize. But um, I've always been the type of kid, like I did my own thing. Mm-hmm. So from an early age, my mom always saw that. In the beginning, I'm not going to lie, right out of high school. So let me give you a story, right? I uh, I lived in Port St. Lucie like three times. Mm. And I fucking hated it. Oh, God. Because I'm such a Hollywood You selling, dr- you, you selling drugs? Bro. <laughs> I feel like everybody that lived in Port, Port St. Lucie. Yeah, you got <laughs> the, the, I first, the first bag of weed I ever sold was in Port St. Lucie. Nah, I believe it. Nah, I already know. <laughs> that's, where, that's where niggas transition, yeah, right there. Man. So I was there, and for a while, like... I don't, I don't really like making new friends mm-hmm. and like I'm fine with being by myself all the time and going over there, I didn't want to go in the first place. Yeah. So already I'm like, fuck that. Don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to nobody. So I went there for maybe two years. Right. And I think Hurricane Wilma hit. Mm. So then now I'm like, I, I got to figure a way to come back to Hollywood. Yeah. So I tell my mom, I'm like, yo. Listen, my aunt said, your sister said it's cool. I could slide down there and go finish school because I haven't been to school in three months. Yeah. So she's like, all right. If she said that, cool. So yeah. now I go to my aunt, like, hey, look, she said it's cool. If I could slide, like, she'll let me slide. So then they let me pull up. And then um, that's just to show you, I just do whatever I want. Yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> Until this day, they're like, yo, see, he played both of us. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't really remember where I was going with this story. I'm a little. <laughs> <laughs> this happens so much, bro. Uh, yeah, so. Um, all right, so 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 bring it back. This is the first of all podcast. Everybody got to tell their story when they lost their virginity. Do you remember that day? Hell yeah. My, hey, look. Shout out to my boys. I got some of the best homeboys in the world. Yeah. My boy put me down with his cousin. That nigga even That's went to savage. the store, bro. Till this day. Like, That's some real savage shit. Till this day, he's one of my best friends, and I yeah. always tell him, hey, you know I'm a cousin fucker, bro. <laughs> like, and we joke about that, because I, yeah. I, I just smashed a couple of his cousins, and he's down. Like, he's yeah. like, nigga, I don't give a fuck, nigga, here. Yeah, they grown. So how, yeah. how did that, how old were you? I ain't gonna lie, I was late bloomer. Uh, the first time I got actual piece of ass, I was 18. Now, okay. I was getting head yeah, yeah, yeah. all day, every day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when I actually got my first piece of ass, we was at a house party. Mm-hmm. And I seen his cousin. She was dancing. And I was like, all right, let me see what's up. What song was playing? Uh, that I don't remember. Okay, okay. I remember what I smashed her to. It was it was a cash money. It was Birdman <laughs> and uh, and CeeLo. Yeah. You can take a nigga out of the ghetto, but you can't take the ghetto out of me. Yeah. Bitch, I remember bitchy. I left that on. Yeah. It was on repeat. But... um. She was dancing, and mind you, in Hollywood, you know, it's a bunch of Spanish girls, and these Spanish yeah. girls be only going with the Spanish niggas. Yeah. So if you black, you got to really work hard. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. I see her in the party, so I start dancing. I'm like, up. Oh. If she dancing with me, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. I'm, 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 I'm swiping her. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah, stay yeah, with yeah. me. So she ended up dancing the whole night, and then uh, her cousin was like, yo, we finna leave. So I was like, all right, let's go. But I'm in the cousin's car. She's in another car. So I'm telling this nigga, like, yo, I think she gonna let me hit. So this nigga's like, yo, pull up to 7-Eleven, nigga, I'll get you some rubbers right now. Rubbers, yeah, real nigga, <laughs> true friend. Yeah, see, that's why I still my dog. Shout out to my dog, Coke. Have <laughs> 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 my nigga for life. <laughs> and since then, like, even after that, I'll be like, nigga, that's well, your cousin, was, nigga, put well, me down, nigga. Well, <laughs> what was the experience? Like, for you, was it like, like, for me, like, as I was putting my dick in, in pussy for the first time, 
I was like, yo, I'm breaking one of the Ten Commandments. I'm a sinner. <laughs> you know what's like, crazy? I was literally like, I thought like, because I was in the Bible club. I was going to church all the time, Bro, you know, youth when service. I was, God probably don't like me right now because when I was in sixth grade, I lived with my grandmother and she was heavy in the church. Mm -hmm. And one of the churches we went to, they made us sign this virginity card oh that, we, that we promised to stay. Man, you Haitian, virgin. Haitian, bro. <laughs> but it was a white church. So I'm like, oh yo, what do you God, stop. I'm like, y'all should know better. Yeah. So they take me to this church. They made me sign the card saying that I'm going to stay a virgin until I'm married. And like, till this day, I think about it like, damn, I fucked up. But you know, it is what it is. I did worse things than that. So mm -hmm. <laughs> they should have knew. Damn. But uh, I think when I first slid in, because since I was 18, I felt like I should have been did this, so yeah. I can't act like a newbie. Yeah. So from then I was like, nah, nigga, I did this before. Yeah. I already knew the concept. Yeah. Because I got an older brother, too, and that okay. nigga used to always make me watch porn. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. <laughs> He's like, nigga, you, little nigga, you gonna nerd. Like, oh, facts. And Can he we... was the first one to say, like, remember when we was kids? Yeah. And they like, Ah, oh, nigga, I'm never eating pussy. Yeah. And the older nigga's like, right. <laughs> So he would All always right. make me watch it. Yeah. And I'm like, ew, nigga, that's nasty. Like, ew, what the fuck are they doing? He's and like, All right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like four years older. So yeah. he's, he's, he knew. He knew. Yeah, it took me a while to get it. I'm Jamaican, you know, so I've. I've oh, yeah, y'all niggas is like, you probably ain't doing it until you was like in your late 20s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't doing I, this no, shit. No, no bullshit. I, um, I did it. When I really liked a girl, mm. I think that's what it was for me. Like when you really like a girl, now they had you ass wide the fuck open. Yeah. If you really like a girl, or you have a girl, like you come across a girl that like, y'all sexual chemistry is just mm. like fucking ridiculous, you just naturally just do a little bit more than you're comfortable. Yeah. So let but, me let me see now. It's, now it's when we getting a little personal, right? You know what I'm so when I first started smashing, I was like, all right, I'm black. These Spanish girls like me. I guess they telling all their homegirls. Oh, yeah. I'm getting a lot of box, right? So now it's just yeah. like, I'm just straight smashing, smashing. After I'm done, I said, leave me the fuck alone, right? Yeah, savage life. But then I met this girl, <laughs> and then I smashed this girl, and it didn't last that long. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to redeem myself. So, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> knock on wood, knock on wood, I've never been in that situation. Oh. Man, but I'm Let ready. For, I want it though. It's happened. It's happened. And that one time, yeah. when it happened, that Damn. one time, I was embarrassed. It was like, what the fuck is going on? But then I redeemed myself. And a couple years later, now we're in a relationship. It's been yeah. <laughs> three and a half years. Oh, congratulations, <laughs> man. But black men don't cheat. Listen, so I had another girlfriend before, like in between. Mm -hmm. All right, I, let me. I'll tell you the history, right? We we didn't start dating off rip. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, nigga, you single, I'm single. We both don't want to be in a relationship. What's up? So then for a while, that's really what it was. Yeah. And then uh, and then one day, that day where I had to redeem myself was the day I was like, I kind of got to go all in because this shit yeah. didn't last. So I'm pulling out all the stops. stops. Yeah. So that was the day, like, even the girl, like, I've really only had... I don't count high school as real relationships. No, it doesn't count. So this is honestly my second real relationship. Yeah. The first one was 11 months, mm -hmm. and that bitch was the devil, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so it was horrible. Man, now imagine. still fucking, though. Don't don't discredit her. No. Because, I, I, like, if, it, if a girl just said about about now she don't like, no, nah, don't discredit that nigga. No, no, no. I will admit, yeah. it, I was smashing, but her mentality and her yeah. personality was just, yeah. fuck. It, it yeah, wasn't yeah. worth it, right? Yeah. But... Even she knew the one person that turned the nigga out, the first person I did all this nasty ass shit with, yeah. she 
He knew. Nah, listen, I have a girl like that. Shout out to her name, Ashley. I'm not gonna say her full name, but Ashley, she turned me out, bro. She made me a savage. She set the, the bar very high for me yeah. at a very young age. Mm. And it was just always, I was always searching for this experience. Yeah. This feeling. And like, bro, it was. See, it was, to me, it was just, uh, I've always just been like, nigga, stick meat in, catch a nut, go home. Nah, nigga. <laughs> bro, when I had to redeem myself, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah. I remember seeing this in a video. Yeah. I remember seeing this in a video. I'm trying all this all shit. All this shit. And I was drunk as shit on Grey Goose, which I do not drink vodka. Yeah. I don't, I honestly, I will only drink gin <laughs> because I've had horrible experiences on everything else. So. Yeah, I stay away from Hennessy. I drink Hennessy because it's there, but I didn't start drinking Hennessy until maybe I was like 27, 28. Bro, Hennessy makes me too angry. It makes me shit. Vodka makes me shit. Yeah, it makes me shit. Yeah, vodka is. But I, I stick to my Appleton rum because I'm Jamaican. It's always yeah. gonna be my first choice, and then I'll drink Crown Royal, any Crown Royal, and then I go with Jameson. I uh, fuck with Jameson. I can't drink none of that shit. Gin for the win. Gin for the win. All times. All so time. what is the thing with gin though? I don't. I don't. Is it like uh? What is it? Like, Bro, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably the only like me and like five other people in the world are the only ones that like gin. Everybody else hates that shit. But I don't is know. Is something you? Is this something you drink like straight? Is this? Bro, I drink that shit straight. Like my favorite drink is a little bit of gin and an entire lime and some ice, and mm. I'm I'm fine. You're good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gin yeah, is pretty man. fun, man. <laughs> all right, so we write, so we uh, we getting some pussy. We're eighteen. Yeah. All right, and we're writing. We're fucking around with Fruity Loops mm-hmm. and, and some beat making. We got mm-hmm. some lyrics. We got a song. But at the time, oh, I think I, I think I remember where we was leaving off. At the time, the band hit me up, and um, bomb. You going to Canada? That's what I was gonna say yeah. when I when I see I knew it's I go off on these tangents and I forget what I'm That's going. That's fine. And I remember. Yeah. So while I was in um. I was in high school, and then from there, I moved back to Hollywood. And my mom, after high school, my mom was like, "Fuck that nigga, you gotta move back." I don't remember what else happened again, but then I ended up moving back here. And they're like, "The only way, only way you can stay is you gotta go to college for something." Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what it is, but you're gonna do something. She did music, but I didn't even choose that. My dumbass. I could have went to full sale, yeah. But at a young age, I was like, "Nigga, I'm gonna pay 90 racks for full sale, nigga. That's a Range Rover." No, nah, <laughs> no, nah, full sale is wild. So from then, I was like, "I'm not going to. I'm not gonna put myself in debt for no school shit." I picked the easiest fucking thing I could find. My best friend was in school for medical assistant for three months. I said, "Nigga, you got all the answers. I'm pulling up." <laughs> so from that, because I I didn't want to do none of this shit. I yeah. knew in my mind, you knew what you wanted to do. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, "Nigga, fuck this school shit." <laughs> If you like school, you're in the school, good for you. But that shit ain't for everybody. Yeah. I knew since high school. I, I think, I, I, I don't think it's for everybody, but I think you should go just strictly on networking, uh, building your network and yeah. the experience. Yeah, you definitely should get the experience. Because I'm just thinking like, you're talented, your yeah. talent at FIU, when I was going to FIU, bruh, that network you would have built, going to those CSA conferences, mm-hmm. going to see all those other schools, like, bruh, yeah. your shit. Your sh- I didn't know shit about that, honestly. Yeah. Me I neither. Know. I mean, I mean, I didn't know either when I went there first because, I mean, I was doing little parties here and there, but I didn't know I would end up being a fucking personality hosting in this. Yeah. Like, FIU helped cultivate that and being in the right place at the right time and things just happen naturally you yeah. know what I mean so I always knew I was gonna be into music so since a young kid I was like I never even thought about college 
I just always knew after high school, I'm pursuing whatever I got. I'm gonna tell anybody if you got any type of talent, I'm gonna just take the bare fucking minimum yeah. courses, sit your ass on campus, well, now and build I, a brand. I see. Yeah, I look at it as I wish I would have went to university just so I could have that experience that all my friends that went to universities had. And crazy bitches. <laughs> Well, they tell me these stories. <laughs> nigga, bro, Honestly, I nigga. feel like I'm glad I didn't go to college because I'd have had like seven kids by wild, now. <laughs> wild, bro, wild. Yeah, they... Nah, you good, dog. Girls be getting abortions back then like crazy, nah, so see, you're not right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I went to high school, then I went to my little medical assistant school, yeah. and then I was like, fuck that, I'm making beats forever. Shit. But from there... So wait, even, wait. Even my mom says that she should have never let me go to school for that. Uh-huh. She should have made me go to school for something musical. Music, yeah. Because when I was done with, like, I think I was. Still what was, in what that. was the music school out here? Was it McNichol? Was it what was the I music think, school? In, I don't know if SAE was out back then. But I don't know. No, what we was, didn't have anything. But she said I yeah. even went to the tour. Like I drove yeah. to Orlando to go tour at yeah. full sail. And she regretted making me go to school for medical mm. assistance. She said that was a waste of your time and a waste of your money. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you should have just went to school for something mm. music. So from there, I was doing tours and shit. And um, so, what was it like going on tour in Canada? You're 18 and you're traveling the world. Like, how do you like break that uh, the band experience? How do you get into a band? How do you? I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> like they legit called me. Yeah, it was like, yo, we need the first show I did was in North Miami, and I was playing the cowbell. But I I, I knew I played drums. Mm-hmm. But I didn't the niggas cowbell? needed a cowbell. So I was like, all right, cool. It's a very important in- instrument in the Haitian industry. <laughs> I would tell you that. <laughs> very important. Because you know, like, if that shit is missing, you feel it missing. Yeah. So from then, I'm like, I'm a young hood nigga. These niggas let me in. I, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know shit about shows. I don't know nothing. Mm-hmm. So I play. And then, mind you, I was always like, I was always a very humble how much, person. How much do you get paid to play the cowbell? I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna get to that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I was always a very very humble person, but at the end of the day, I always knew my worth, even yeah. as a kid. And coming into the Haitian music industry, I always knew in the back of my mind, I'm. I don't like to say it, but it's somewhat like royalty. Like, yeah, no, no. I, my and, dad's name is King Kino, and when yeah. I walk into the room, they call me Prince, basically. Uh-huh. Like it's to that standard. Uh-huh. So, in the back of my mind, I always kept it like. Don't let nobody try you because at the end of the day, like, you can shit on these people with one phone call. Yeah. So from that, I, I always stayed humble. I did the little show, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, I'm waiting. I try to get paid. This nigga tells me, bro, you're not getting paid. You have to pay your dues. So in my mind, I'm like, nigga, do you know who the fuck I am? Like, yeah, yeah, I don't have to pay anything, nigga. Yeah, yeah, like, facts. Dudes, what the fuck is that? It's an honor for me to be in your... In bed, like, yeah. in that, that's the mentality I had, but still humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very humble person. So from then, I was like, all right, fuck this band. I'm not playing with them no more. Mm-hmm. Nigga still owed me. He tried to pay me $100 and didn't even want to pay that. Damn. I'm, I'm like 18, 19. Like, nigga, just pay the nigga $100 and get yeah. it over with. Till this day, he still owed me 100 So... <laughs> That nigga see, it sound like you see this nigga everywhere. No, nah, I don't see him. I don't see him. I, I've probably only seen him twice since that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And, nah, I don't want to say. Hey, I, I'll tell I'm I, that you. Nigga. Say that nigga is. name. You know who it is. That's like 30 years ago. I have no idea. Nah, because I still want my 100. Fuck that. Uh, nah, I don't I feel fuck. <laughs> That's a phone bill, son, nigga. That's more gin. That's some weed. That Facts. That's a lot of. <laughs> yeah. 100. Nigga, let me get that. That's, yeah. a, that's a nice little quarter of some gas gas, nigga. For real. Out here play with my. So, anyway. I meet this other band named Fahrenheit who was already like very popular in like Paris and, and Canada. Mm-hmm. So then they're like, yo, we need somebody to pull up. So I go to rehearsal for like two months and these niggas take me to Canada. The first time ever 
to Canada. I was out the country to the Bahamas at 17. Mm-hmm. But my real first time out the country, no family, was my first time going on. Can- uh, yeah. Yeah. Nigga, I got to Canada. They're like, yo, you know, the drinking age is 18 here, right? <laughs> first time. Hey, I will say that band was a very good experience. I won't say all the things that they made me experience, but shout out to them because yeah. they showed me what a real rock star lifestyle yeah. was like. So what is like, what's groupie pussy like? That shit is a little, it's a little different. <laughs> Like what is it's like I never experienced it, so I just curious. It's one of those great experiences where you yeah you're lying, but go ahead. No, that nigga's not lying at all. That nigga, every single plate, I will vouch for him. This is a very good black brother. Wait, so you was you was your wife the whole time? No, you in the band? Even before that, I was with her. Yeah, I was with her the whole time. Oh, okay, that's different. No, even before I got married, we started. Yeah, before he was married. uh, Yeah, but you was in a relationship. Yeah, I was doing band stuff. But as a single man? As a single man. And you wasn't slaying, slaying these bitches? After, after the show. Yeah. Nah, this is a very, very good brother here. Like, if I knew I wanted to be a good boy, I'd stay around him. I yeah, don't go hang out with the other real. half of the band. Nah, for real. But I would let my daughter date you if I had a Right, exactly. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great person. Me, on the other hand, if my daughter ever brought me to the house, I'm going to have to fight that nigga. Facts. But, uh, <laughs> Facts. Because I'm like a great person, but I'm, a, I'm an asshole so, at the yeah, same time. Yeah. But I, I have a great heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just speak you. my mind, and I do whatever I want. want yeah. <laughs> and you don't want your daughter dealing with that shit. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I know how difficult I am. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you should be yes, concerned. Yes, you should be fucking concerned. The, the hell, the hell yeah. Nah, but what I will say I is- I got a daughter too. Shit, I don't, I'll never want my daughter. I want my daughter to date the version of me when I'm when I, like I am right now. Yes, exactly. I can't, my, I don't want my daughter to be 17 to fucking right. 27 year old Slim City. Exactly. That is scary. Exactly. Because he ain't, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Exactly. Shit, even in elementary school, I was bad as shit. So yeah. I don't, I almost- I don't even want to say, bro. It was like a lot of no, a, lot, a lot of people almost got cut since yeah. elementary school. I was just always bad and like a violent youth. No. Like, come on, man. I don't want that for my. No, exactly. You don't. Nobody wants that for their child. Yeah, because I'm gonna have to fight that nigga. I'm gonna exactly. fight. Fight legit. Hey, I'm listen. Fight. Any young niggas that's like one <laughs> by the time I have a kid and she's old enough and one of you little fuck boys pull up I will fight a kid oh hell yeah I will fight you <laughs> don't try my jit don't try my little sister my little sister about to turn 20 and you little fuck boys just know I will yeah. fight you and we could be cool after I'm yeah. all good with that we, yeah. homeboy phase I'm all for it homeboy phase <laughs> all yeah. for it yak that you're gonna have to catch these hands so we in Canada we're touring what is that experience like I oh, mean bro. at such a young age at that like how do you First how much all, do you get paid to, to to like I always wonder like the pay scale for these type of things I don't even remember what they paid me I know they definitely did pay me I don't remember what cause that shit was so long ago mm-hmm. I just remember getting off that fucking plane and I was cold as shit because it was in December. I was cold as fuck. I didn't know what to experience. I've been to New York a million times, but that Canada cold was a whole nother beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go there with my little hoodie and my little jacket. Nah, nigga, you need a coat. (laughs) Like a legit snow face. Yeah, it it was trash. But I get there. And these niggas is like they got a van waiting for us. We got to go on a little promo run. I'm mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, this is some this is some new shit. Like, yeah. I'm used to like I go to shows with my old boy, but it's literally like pull up, he checks his mic, bounce for like two hours, and then come, come back, back and do the show. But I never really did like promo tours, and I, mm-hmm. I didn't know any of that. 
These niggas take me to like 30 different radio stations. We got to go to other places. They got to show us off to show that the band is here. Yeah. And then they take me to this fucking theater, bro. It had to have been at least like 5,000 people in there. That's crazy. And it's like my first real, first, real yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had me on this. Like the stage probably was like up to here. Like yeah. If you're standing, it's on top oh, of your yeah, head. Yeah. Like I'm walking in like, what the fuck is this? And they, Surreal. They, they got the lights going crazy. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? That shit was fire. Shout out to Montreal. That's the first place I ever like traveled outside of Florida to do a show. Damn. Montreal. And ever so, since then, I loved it. When did you link up with Pierre? What band was that? This band was... Should I say the name? Do I give that nigga? Nah, I don't give him his credit. Are we beefing? Nah, we ain't really beefing, but... You know, nigga ain't never gonna shout me out. <laughs> shout that nigga out. We played in a very popular band, and it's crazy because we we started on his like first album. So what time? Like what years is this? When was it? It's like 10, 11? 2010, 2011. Mm-hmm. Some nigga calls me. He's like, "Yo, my name is such and such. I made this song. I made this song. I made." And mind you, like I'm a very upfront person. So he's like, "You ever heard that?" Nah. He's like, "Oh." Alright, well, I made this one. You heard that? Nah. nah. <laughs> so, yeah. He's like, he's going out like, nigga, I don't know you. What do you want from me? You want yeah. me to play for you or what? Like, you want yeah. you want to show off? I don't know shit. So then he's like, alright, well, I got this band and we're gonna go here and here and here. So I was like, alright. But from the first band I played in, they used to um, they had a rehearsal studio that they owned in Hialeah, mm. and that's how I met the keyboard player because he was in another band and mm-hmm. they used to rehearse there. And I've been smoking buzz since I was like 13. Damn. And now I'm like 19, 20. So when I meet this nigga, we used to always smoke before rehearsal. I'm like, nigga, you smoke, I smoke. And for some reason, I don't know why Haitians think weed is like heroin. So everybody's like Bro, against that's weed. Every, yeah, that's every but they're like, thing. yo, you smoke weed, nigga? You might as well smoke crack. Yeah, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like legit, we was the only two people in that building that probably smoked weed. So he's like, fucking nigga, you smoke, I smoke, nigga. I pull up the rehearsal. So then when I got in this new band, I didn't know anybody was in there. I didn't know. I didn't know shit. I just know the nigga that called me said I need a drummer. So I walk in, and that's who I see. I see my boy on the keys. I say, "Oh, it's lit, nigga." Oh, so you was smoking weed too? Nah, hell no. Me that nigga, pff, nigga. Oh, it was a keyboard player for the other band. Yeah. Oh, gosh, you got you. Wait, before we move on, I just want to have on record that this nigga did tell me when I get a gold plaque, he's smoking with me. I want that on record. I don't give a fuck who's listening. Yeah. I don't care. This nigga told me when I get a gold plaque. So that's what I'm working for. Y'all niggas stream this shit so I can get this nigga yeah. high. But um, Facts. So when I walk into this little ass room in a townhouse, nigga, the nigga had a two bedroom townhouse and we rehearsed in one of the bedrooms in the second room. Like that's what? how. Yeah. A that's hot ass like, room. No AC. Nigga. Like probably a quarter of this room. A whole band? Bro, it was it was the the lead person, a guitar player, bass, keyboard, me and a DJ. All in one small ass room in a circle just rehearsing. Niggas calling security on us, we too loud and so from there What shit, what did we uh what was our first show? Orlando. Orlando. Wow. We didn't know shit, bro. We go there. Don't like, know shit like what is don't know shit. We don't know anything about this band. We don't know anything where we're going. We just know this nigga hired us to play some songs. And it's like, yo, we got some shows. We out. Mm-hmm. So we go to Orlando. And they preset your, your pay rate prior to. 
Yeah, they preset sure. everything. Okay. So he was a he was a he was just starting. So it was like a couple hundred here, a couple mm-hmm. hundred there. Nigga, we go to Orlando. That shit was wall to wall, and we're like, we didn't know the magnitude of the album. Yes, we didn't oh. know how big the album was. We oh, knew nothing. Oh, so you undersold yourself. And mind you, no, I don't. I only listen. Y'all didn't Google shit. No, we don't listen. To, we don't none of that shit. In my mind, I'm like, oh, another little band want me. Let me get this couple dollars and keep it moving. Yeah, bro, we did this fucking show and it was wall to wall. Bro, nothing. And we're just looking like we're some regular niggas rehearsing in a two-bedroom townhouse. And we get and the ratio was ten women for every one man. <laughs> wall to wall. God knew, everywhere we went. God knew not to give me musical talents. Cause I just, I use it for all the wrong reasons. So but I guess because since from an early age mm-hmm. it was like and they got all these people to your disposal. So from then on, like, ah, no, nothing. but you've been around it all your life. Yeah. So for me, it's never been like, nah, I gotta get some pussy. Like, yeah. ah, shit, I want some pussy. Nigga. Ah, let me go get some. But it's never, it's never been like top of my list. Yeah. My top of my list was always, nigga, I need to get some money. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Yeah, but about it's that. like three o'clock in the morning after the show. I want yeah. Some pussy. <laughs> but sometimes, nigga. Do you? Do you? All right. I, I answer this question. Uh-huh. Do you ever like do a show, and you did so fucking like you know you killed the fuck of that shit like. I just deserve some pussy just because. Yeah, like that one time we was in Ottawa and we had such a great show and I, I was so drunk at halftime. I was like, yo, after party at our hotel, at such and such block, whatever. And they go, we got off the stage and drove to the hotel and the entire lobby was full of bitches. God bless you. <laughs> I hope you did your uh, These niggas will I never hope, let me I live hope, this story down. I hope you represented for this. Well, over. let me tell you a little something about that story, right? So... Like I said, we now this is with this new band, and we go to Ottawa. Yeah, we we, we did a, like a whole Canada tour, right? So we was already on one. We was lit. This is like oh, because a y'all, six... y'all performing in Creole and French. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh, English. <laughs> fuck. So we go to Ottawa. Three markets, bro. Oh, it's a crazy. We go to Ottawa, packed again, yeah. wall to wall. We in a whole nother country. Yeah, these niggas get so when they give bottles. I'm, I'm usually the controller. Like, uh, yeah. uh, I'm, uh, we can't get too drunk. We have yeah. a whole show to play. We, we're yeah. going to be here for at least three hours. <laughs> yeah. You got to make sure everybody's right. So I usually always control the bottle and like, let me give you the shot. So this fucking night, I guess we're so excited. Like, nigga, it's such a great show. We're out here. We're not expecting this. And look at the outcome. So now I start drinking out the bottle. Oh, shit. These well, are you drumming us. at this time? Yes. You're drumming and drinking? Yeah. How? I don't know, man. Oh I, listen, there's some shows that I don't know how I made it through. I be watching them drummer videos on YouTube. I, I, it be looking like a little superpower. It, it looks is. like it looks like it looks like a superpower, bro. And yeah. some nights I used to play it. I'd be so fucked up and have no idea how I'm keeping this shit on rhythm. <laughs> nah, that should be crazy. Yeah, so we do this show. They give me the Canadian version of their Hennessy, and Ooh. I guess that shit mixed with the altitude bad fucking idea so now i'm like yo we're at this hotel pull up we get to the lobby full of girls they all come to our room the like (laughs) no exaggeration the entire lobby like white women all types white black spanish canada Canada. south african nigga the lobby full (laughs) so now we're like we're like yo we're not expecting this and now we kind of hype like shit so then bomb right out of it but mind you the whole night, there was this one girl in there, yeah. this one South African bitch, 
bad, the baddest girl in there. So me knowing that, you know, I'm from Hollywood, Florida. I know the, I got the little Spanish girl swag. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm a slide on her. The whole night, I make an eye contact. I'm I'm doing funny faces at her. I see you locked in, right? Yeah. So she she's in the lobby. I Damn. say, oh, it's lit. I wouldn't have pulled out. <sighs> but let me tell you, right? <laughs> so she's there with her sister. Oh, my God. And now it's me and my roommate, the keyboard player. <laughs> And we, yeah. and we rolled this, tough. This, this is all your fault. Bro, so look. I, I know it's going to end bad, and it's all your fault. Oh, no, this ends horrible. So it's a, <laughs> it's a great story. I love this story. It's yeah. one of my favorite stories. So now, bottom, everybody comes to our room. Yeah. So me and my roommate, is me and him, like the whole band pulled up, and we have like 30 girls in our room mm-hmm. just hanging out, talking shit. So I'd now been, I'm like. I'd have been fucking in there. So right. Everybody watch. So now I got the South African girl, and yeah. I know already. The outcome is going to be for the end of the night. So I'm like, all right, we lit, nigga. I'm trying to go outside to go smoke. So we go outside. We go smoke. We're smoking. Yeah, security form, by the way. Bro. So we're smoking, and I, I still have the fucking bottle. Yeah. So she takes the bottle and puts it to my mouth and makes me take a big-ass swig, right? Oh, no. I should have fucking never did that no. fucking last swig. No. My nigga. I finish smoking. We go back to the room. I no. sit down. Mind you, everybody's in the room still. Yeah. I sit down in the chair. As no. soon as I sit down, the entire room flips upside down and starts no. spinning in reverse. <laughs> fuck. So now I'm still like, nah, nigga, you got to keep it together, nigga. Fuck that. For the, I don't give a fuck, fuck if I throw up on this bitch. <laughs> you you get nigga, fucked. figure it out. <laughs> so now I'm like, all right, all right, fuck. I'm I feel crazy. Like I feel crazy, nigga. Let me go shit real quick and try to vomit. Yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah, after yeah. that, You'll be I'll frank, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga, I'm legit in the bathroom in the dark with a garbage can while sitting on the toilet, shitting and vomiting at the same time. I've done that one time in my life. Go ahead. It was so bad. I had to sit in the tub with the water on. Oh, man. <laughs> These niggas knocked on the door like, bro, are you straight? And at that point, everybody had to get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Till this day, I have no idea how I got from the tub to my bed. <laughs> I just remember being in the tub and waking up the next I've, morning I've in my been, bed. I've been there one time in my life. And it's funny because every single nigga in the band wanted this girl, and I was the only one that bagged her. Yeah, Even she, the lead no, no, singer. No, 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 nigga, she bagged you, my nigga. Yeah, Don't she definitely it. bagged me. I didn't bag her. She yeah. bagged me. Even the lead singer walked in on some superstar shit trying to swipe. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just so player. I was so cool. Like, hey, yeah. Whatever, nigga. Oh, whatever, nigga. And shit. she wasn't paying him somebody, no mind. Somebody getting fucked tonight regardless, bitch. I don't give a fuck who. Right, nigga. See me, I, I'm going to see this. I see that like, I, 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 I'm never going to turn on a bad bitch, but I'm always going to take them the nasty bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> every time. I've always just been Give like, me that fucking five, six, because that bitch going to try. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, the, the fives and, and the sixes, they, they go hard. They nasty ones. But I've always just been, you got to look good. You got that look good and have nice toes. It's, that's a deal breaker I for me. You. You're not even. I'm I know, not, but I'm it's, not gonna text you tomorrow. Why I care about your feet? Because bro. I'm gonna think about it. If your feet is next to my face and I oh turn to God. the fucking right and I you're see right. bunions and shit, it's gonna fuck a nigga up. And now I don't want this anymore. Oh <laughs> God, I don't, I don't want no parts of it. That's what I'm telling you. Like I don't give a fuck. There's so much pussy in the world. It is like so I've much. always just 
I never cared that much. So yeah. now I'm going to get what I want. I, I just feel like sometimes when I'm getting pussy, I feel like this is just a privilege and opportunity. I don't know when this is going to happen again. So I just let me just appreciate this. Oh, no, nah, fuck that. Moment. I always, I hate to say it, but I always just felt like I was God's gift to, to women and I'm such a great human being sometimes. Yeah. And like, no, I feel you me get too, this meat. but <laughs> I just don't know. You know what I'm saying? There's just no yeah. guarantees in 2020 like that. Nah, it's not, but fuck that. If I got to beat my meat, I'm going to beat my oh, knee. Fact, no matter man. what, Come on, this that's, nut that's, is being caught. Oh, facts. All day. You know what I'm saying? Self love is the most important thing. Yeah, so from there, I never gave a bitch. You don't want to fuck. I'm just gonna beat my meat. Yeah. <laughs> it I is what I, it is. It's crazy. I dated a girl and uh, went to Johnson and Wales. And um, I remember like one day she didn't have, she didn't, she didn't want to fuck. And I went in her room on her laptop and pulled up Bang Bros and beat my meat in her See? fucking. I, I looked at her like she was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, what "The fuck is your problem?" Like, <laughs> "The fuck is your problem?" Right, nigga. What is wrong I with asked you? you? I asked you first, nigga. Right. You made me do this. <laughs> right. You the one that made me pull this fucking laptop out. For real, it's your, your laptop. Fault. Right. Your shit. Not I'm even all mine. I'm all in your browser history now, motherfucker. You're like, <laughs> right. Anything happened, bitch? Yeah. They coming to your internet history. <laughs> she was pissed off. Shout out to her though. It is what it is. Yeah, man. So when did when did that whole that band situation kind of end? Uh, honestly, I feel like it might have ended because of me. Because, <laughs> because, like I said, I didn't really give a fuck about nobody else's band. It was just always make some money and move on. So I never really took anything that serious. Mm -hmm. So. We had a down period where we weren't really doing shows, so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna just get a job. And at that time, I was dating who I labeled the devil, so and she had a daughter, so I was mm -hmm. like, I kinda gotta get my oh, life together. Even if it's. Bro, I, I already know, respect, bro. And I already know. The daughter didn't have a dad, so yeah, no, I already because felt. In a, in a sense, like I always tell, like, if I dated a, a girl, seriously, that had a child and me and her broke up, I'm still. I still have to be a part of that, that child's life. Oh, bro, it's a whole. It's that's a like whole you story. have a, a certain attachment to that child. It was that child ain't it do was, shit. It was two breakups that I had to deal Nigga, with. I, and I, the crazy part is, I was fine breaking up with the mom. It was the daughter, daughter that oh, was the man. worst breakup was for me. I was with her when she was like two. Oh. And then I think what was she was like five when we broke up. Oh my god. But mind you, her dad died when she was like three months old. Oh my god. And because I grew up without yeah. my father around, yeah. I was like, yo, you I understood. Can't, I can't let this kid grow yeah. up without a dad. So no matter what I gotta do, I'm gonna look out for her. Yeah. And even after we broke up, I yeah. told the girl, listen. If your fucking kid wants to see me, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. have to talk to you. We don't have yeah, to be friends. Yeah, yeah, facts. But I guess you know, I'm a I'm a real one. So I guess our boyfriend was like, Nah, fuck that nigga. He can't come around. He was a little intimidated. So from there, I was like, Nah. I mean, I understand that, but yeah, like, I get him. But I try to make it like I try to like, make bro, him understand. It ain't about it ain't about you. Exactly. Like I don't I don't want your girl it, yeah, at it all. It could be both of us. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But I guess you know he was intimidated by the yeah. by the young sauce lord. So. <laughs> I had to just tell her because it was like a roller coaster for me too. Like no, one is, minute she's is. like, "Yo, it the kid is. wants to see you," and then the next minute it's like, "Yo, I can't bring her around." So for me, yeah. I'm like, "Yo, just don't call me anymore." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I can't keep doing this. Because you're gonna be thinking about her all the time, regardless. Exactly. You probably think about her right now to this day. I do. Yeah. I do because I'm still friends with the devil's sister. Yeah. Because she's cool, so I yeah. still talk to her every once in a while. Yeah. And, and I'll tell her to like, check for her. Right. So yeah. when I if I talk to her, it's always like, "How's the kid doing?" Yeah. I have a friend like that, Jen, um, and her daughter, Chloe. I, I always feel like, I feel, me and her never dated, but she's just a life, lifelong friend. Yeah. 
and I, and she got in a situation when the, the the man didn't want to step up and, the, and you know it is what it is but i've always felt guilty not being a better friend mm. for her child like it always bothered me deep inside like i wanted to do more for her yeah because her daughter's such a sweetheart you know yeah. what i mean she's such a good person come from a good family right you know what i mean it's that just, situations like that suck man it does man it sucks for the kids and i love kids so much bro yeah. and it's like so bro, hard I, bro get a daughter bro it's the best thing you ever do in your life yeah nah we can't even talk about that Dog, that's, that's a sensitive me. topic for me too bro Dog, it's the i love animals thing. more than Jesus i love Christ. human beings <laughs> more than I love humans. Get bro. you a daughter and you'll see. You have you kind of have one. So you, you yeah, I kind of have you one. You know the unconditional. It's, it's mm. bad. We say like, if we have a daughter, she's gonna run my life, and I know. Oh, it. facts. It's okay. It's gonna be bad because I I'm so overprotective and daughter, I care so much. You, she's gonna take care of you when you old though. Your son is not gonna take care of you. Yeah, no. Your son is gonna. Yeah. My son's gonna be annoyed. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, bro, leave me the fuck alone. He's gonna be annoyed. You're gonna be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. It just, you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, that, that daughter shit is a whole. Oh, yeah, it is, man. So when, let's fast forward into the music. Like, okay, we're done with this band. When do we start taking music seriously? Like, I'm not a drummer no more. I'm an artist. When, when is this, shit, this transition? That transition started happening in the band. Oh, shit. So I think that's, so why, that's why the band fucked up. That's why partly I was like, man, fuck this band shit. Because, mm -hmm. um, I remember specifically there was this one time where I was really like fuck this band shit. We had a slow period and I got a job and then these niggas was planning a tour to like start in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So I told this nigga like hey, he kind of told me last minute I can't really not really going to take that time off because when we come back and we got six months to do nothing like I'm not going to risk this job. So this nigga told the band that I flaked on him last minute. Like the week they were leaving, yeah. When I told him three months in advance, oh shit! Like yo, I'm not gonna make it to Atlanta. Yeah. So from there, when he was like telling me, and they'll tell me because it was, it was like eight of us. It was eight of us, and four of us were like cool Tight. as fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other four were cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's telling these niggas, and they're telling me like, yo, like what's going on? And I tell them what's what's going on, and they're like, "Yo, this nigga's making it seem like you're the reason why we can't go do this." Mm -hmm. So from then, I was like, "Man, fuck this nigga, fuck this band shit, fuck everything." I'ma just I, at that point, I already had my little feature with him, and I was already like, "Nigga, I'ma just start rapping. Fuck this band shit. Like, I don't yeah. want to do none of this. I'm tired of y'all little clubs. I'm tired of all this mm -hmm. shit." And at that point, I was already, I haven't like, it was I spent maybe. Eight or nine Christmases not seeing my family. Bro, that'll do it. So my mom was already like, nigga, quit this band shit. Yeah. And from there, I was like, man, this nigga's tripping. I already don't want to do this, so fuck this. Mm -hmm. And then from there, and, and it was also like, I almost fought this nigga so many times already. And I was just so. Because of the fighting the band. Bro, I, I'm just such a, no, a no nonsense person. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like fuck shit. And I'm gonna express to you how I feel when I feel it. I'm not gonna wait. Three Is it days like a later. lack of professionalism in in the band? It was, bro. Like on some, we'll go. All right. So we had a pay structure. It was like South Florida is one fee. Then was it South Florida? Or all of Florida. I think it was all of Florida. All of Florida is one fee. Mm -hmm. And then once you go out of state, it's another fee. Yeah. And when you go out the country, it's oh, another of course. fee. That makes sense. So we go to Bahamas one day. This nigga tries to pay me Miami rate. Mm. I'm like, my nigga, I get where you're coming from that this was a 45-minute flight, but mm. I had to stamp my passport. Yeah. So, like, it's literally, like, a $300 difference. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like... Yeah. But I feel like those situations can be easily resolved with just having the conversation. It could. 
But then this nigga comes at me like, so what do you want me to do? What do you you want me to pay you? And we're in the middle of an airport. And now I'm very big on respect. Like that's, I don't give a fuck. Everything goes out the window once you disrespect me. Yeah. And already I felt like he was trying to play all of us. Yeah. And I'm such like, like I said, I'm a very overprotective person. So we go outside and somebody says something crazy to you. I'm going to move it. Bro, what's going on? Like, what's the problem? I'm not even going to let you talk. Because I feel like you're disrespecting all of us when you yeah, disrespect one person. person. Yeah. So the nigga was like, "Yo, what do you want? Like, what don't, do you what do you want go, me to pay? Don't go anywhere with Kino. In, yeah, don't go anywhere <laughs> with me because I'm so overprotective, bro, and I, I just don't like fuck shit. Yeah. I don't like people disrespecting me or the people that I'm with. Yeah. So this nigga is like raising his voice in the airport. Uh huh. So now I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you want to do? <laughs> like, small ass what, Nassau Freeport. Where, where, I, small I think ass like airport. Nassau. Small ass. Airport. So now. I'm like, bro, and mind you, my my best friend in the band slash roommate was yeah. an MMA fighter. Oh, God. And I was just always like a street fighter growing up. That's yeah. really why we clicked so much. Yeah. Nigga, I was about to beat the shit out of this man in the, in airport. the airport. That's a federal. And from, exactly. So, And he's the type of nigga that's going to press charges. Oh, yeah. So it, it, it happened at least, at least four or five times. Mm. Me and him almost got into it. That shit almost like we, The first time we went to Canada Bro This nigga left us For like a week In his homeboy's apartment All of us sleeping In the living room While he's with his side chick In Canada Living Damn. life Fucking eating good Niggas is in a In the living room Smelling farts Niggas having ate all day He ain't pay us Niggas in the room Smelling Bro the, he walked in there It was like one in the morning Everybody's sleep And I saw him walk in And I walked in the room And straight up told him Bro you either pay me and send me home tomorrow, or I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you in Canada. Like, those are my exact words. <laughs> because you left us in your homeboy. We don't know this nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, nigga, we're fucking hungry. We've been here for a week. You haven't paid us. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and now, mind you, it's around New Year's. My birthday is January 3rd. Damn. I'm expecting to be home by now. Yeah. And we're still stuck here. I don't know when I'm going home. I don't know when you're gonna fucking pay me. So now I'm hot. <laughs> nigga, pay me. Send me the fuck home. Yeah. It's crazy that things happen when you're pursuing a dream and yeah. they have a passion. Because Listen, you got to deal with fuck shit. Yeah, a part of it, a lot of it is like, I care about the craft, the art so much that I'm willing to sacrifice. Yeah, but once you judgment. know your value and yeah. once you know what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal yeah. with, all that shit goes out the window. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to deal with none of that fuck shit. I know yeah. what I bring to the table. I know my worth. I know the type of energy I have, the type of personality i have the type of person that i am mm. and i just don't take no shit because i'm literally like a really great person to have around like i yeah, care man. so much about yeah, people and like i'll fight for your battles for you mm-hmm. like i know my worth so as soon as somebody give me some fuck shit I, I, i'm not dealing with it so like you get out of that situation you start creating music like what's the first song you really put on wax and like, the first song that i actually put on wax like was i put out to the world on man. that nigga's album Okay, so outside of that. Like outside of that? Bro, I don't even fucking know. Like your first year rap career, I guess you said, begins with what song? I think, honestly, it might have been not even that long ago because I would just record and never put anything out. Mm. And then my boys is all like, nigga, you got to start putting shit out. So maybe like 2016, I put out my first project. Okay. But I was working on that for like two years before I was like, yo, fuck that. I want to put something out. And the only reason why that went out is because I told my best friend, like, if we go to the studio today and we stay there for eight hours, I'll drop this project next week. And we ended up going. 
I mean, I listen to your music. It sounds like you sound like very veteran in your music. Like it doesn't sound. It sounds like. It sounds very well thought out. It sounds very well produced. I mean, it's just the 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 quality of the sound is amazing. Yeah, I just been practicing for so long. Yeah, I know. It's like a cheat. Like I said, when I, when I talk to Pierre and I, and I like hear, oh, you're a cheat code. Yeah, you I, know what I mean. A lot of practice, like yeah. literally, like five to ten years of recording and not putting mm-hmm. shit out, and just like working on that shit. And that's really like that's. Honestly, that's how it really happened. Like, I, I have so much unreleased shit that the world is so never what, what, Why not? Because it was in my what's, practice stages. What's, <laughs> then there's nothing wrong with a little bit of Russ. Russ nah, dropped a song that. a week, or was um, it a song a day? Uh, I think it was, it was a song it was a week. A, a song a week? Or? So I started that this year. Yeah. I was doing a song a week, and yeah. then coronavirus hit. And I was like, I, I didn't want to keep putting out songs and not have videos. Mm. So when it first started, I couldn't shoot videos. So I was like, fuck this. I'm not putting out no more songs <laughs> until yeah. I can go shoot. I, t- I was telling, we spoke about that just before uh, you, you came. And I was telling Pierre, like, yo, bruh, two locations, two girls. Yeah. Call it a day. Now, like, that's now we're on that now. Because now I'm like, keep it uh, low we, we kind of got to go outside a little bit. Yeah. It's not even that. Like, I have a videographer. It doesn't yeah. fucking, I can have 10 locations. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. He just wants to work and he wants yeah. us to put shit out. To push shit out, yes. Yeah, so it's just for everybody's safety. I just wanted to make that's sure. That's what I'm saying, dog. You. At first, I didn't know. I didn't know in the beginning. The yeah. Haitians <laughs> cannot get coronavirus. I, so I keep telling you this. Because we got that real masquete. Yeah, y'all been, y'all been through too much. What, is, what does that mean? Listen. That real masquete, if you got if you got shot, put that shit on your gunshot. You got the fever, put that shit on your forehead. What a, you got a new tattoo, nigga, put that shit on. You need to grow your hair, put that shit on. I don't know what the fuck is in it, but that shit is. What can most, I get some? I'ma bring you some, bro. <laughs> I don't remember. Can it, can it make my dick big? It might, nigga. That shit, shit. is. A, it is a tell all. For I don't want to have a little dick no more, though. Nah, I'm you ready. Got, you gotta. Uh, my dick need to match my height. Listen, this is ridiculous. Deep in the caves of Haiti, they got yeah. this thing called uh, Gres Cacao. <laughs> you know about that Gus Kagawa? Hey, what listen. the fuck is that? My cousin Jeff put me on. I, nigga, he told me some Gus Kagawa. I'm like, what the fuck is that? This nigga somehow found some shit in the caves of Haiti. Yeah. That you rub on your meat. Yeah. And that shit fucking, your shit will grow three fucking feet in a month, bro. What the fuck? Gus Kagawa? Yeah, Gus Kagawa. Gus I need that. Nigga, that shit is so serious. I was about to buy it and package that bitch and sell it in the States. (laughs) Because them niggas swear on that shit. I need that. Is that local? Can I get that local? Or what's... Nah, I got you. I might, I might, I might have a, a stash somewhere. I got you. <laughs> but I'm dead I'm ass a, serious, nigga. I'm dead ass serious, Three too, inches nigga. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> nigga, I'm like, yo. Listen, my cousin ordered some shit. I don't know where the fuck he ordered it from, nah, but he might, gave me like half shit, of it. If that shit makes my dick grow three inches, I'm starting an OnlyFans page. And my, I'm, my nigga, and you, I'm like, you about to grow this is like myself and my family. Like, I'm going to disown my family so I can just be you free got to. Hey, in listen, the porn world. Them OnlyFans pages is making a shit ton of money They are. I'm gonna so. jump. Let me shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't even, don't even say it. Don't even say it. Just, I'm, a, I'm a slide through with the guests. <laughs> have you, have you subscribed to any? Nah, but sorry. Actually, that was. I'm sorry. I just want to let everybody else in the podcast world know that my old lady is sitting to the left of me, and this nigga is asking me some my bad, outrageous I'm, I'm questions. My bad. But it's okay because she, she knows that I'm allowed to think however I want. Yeah. It's just the actions. You're not allowed to do these. Nah, because you know, niggas. Let me tell you why women need to stop tripping. Yeah, y'all really niggas, need to stop. Y'all need niggas to chill. Are, out. Niggas will like nigga. I'll fuck Beyonce. I'll be in a whole relationship. Fuck Rihanna and Beyonce in a threesome. I'm not leaving my girl. Right. Listen, I'm just not. 
Yeah, so Maya. I, I get a I get a pass. I, I met I met Maya a couple Listen, times. Listen, I'm allowed to if Maya pulls up or I slide in Maya's DMs yeah. and she says, all right, "Nigga, all right, come all right, fuck." All right, okay, okay. So, would you? Would you? All right. So, all right. Hypothetical. This nigga's gonna ask me a crazy <laughs> question. I'm gonna answer the shit. Now. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm, Maya, I'm answering. Just deal with the consequences. Hypothetically speaking, Maya has HIV. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> Are you still smashing? And you can smash. But you have to smash raw. No, nigga. No. But it's fifty. It's fifty fifty. Nah, I'm, it's fifty percent. Nope. All right, all right. Nope. Twenty twenty five percent chance that you nope. might get it. Won't do it. Thank you. Won't do it. I'm doing it. Cause I'm gonna have to deal with that in the long run. I, hey, look, I could put up my video and just beat my meat, and it's the same concept. It's Close my de- eyes. It's definitely not the same. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not. It's but, definitely not the same. And I, I think. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely do it. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm 34, I'm, dog. I'm good. Like, I don't ever get pussy in. I go a little <laughs> HIV chat, group chat. Yeah, I'm pretty nah. sure there's a website where y'all hang out at. I'm sure. It's and I know there's bad, bad bitches that got I, it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Nigga, do you know the... Do you know the yo, so there's a theory. Uh, the, the, the female 10 theory. So... The female ten theory is that all the all the nines and tens, right? Those are the women. They have most niggas attack those women. They attack to those girls, right? So those women are more likely to have STDs and those things because they just they might turn on a lot of niggas, but it's such a high volume of men that attract to them that Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. So like for example, a ten might get a hundred niggas. Yeah. That's now why you just got to get a little seven, little six. Little a six <laughs> or seven is only going to get <laughs> nah, I didn't 30, get, I, 40, nah, 50. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I did but, not grab a six or a seven. I got a 23. But I'm saying oh. for the rest of y'all niggas out there in these streets, go get <laughs> yourself a little seven and you'll be all right. Yeah. So <laughs> the, the 10 rule is like there's so much men are coming at these women that the numbers alone are just overwhelming. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's so like coronavirus, nigga. More much. people getting tested. That's why we got all these fucking cases. cases. Exactly. Yeah. So nah. that and that is why I would fuck Maya with a twenty five chance of getting HIV. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm alright with getting the girl that looks like the Walmart version of Maya and Facts. Take a free chance there. Oh, I know. Right I'm now. not getting anything guys. I'm I'm uh I'm gonna sit my ass in no, this dog. chair and you're shut gonna, the fuck. You gonna have the same sex you had on Monday. <laughs> but I will say, get yourself a girl that's gonna go to the strip club with y'all niggas because that shit is way more fun. Dog, because women get more men. Women. Yes. For all the niggas out there cheating, not I, of course. Yeah. And not myself, Kino, not right. Pierre. Black men don't cheat. Black all y'all other niggas is cheating. But everybody Black else. Black men don't do it, and especially Haitians and Jamaicans. We do not do Definitely that. Definitely not. Shit. It's against it is our against religion. Against our rule books. It's everything. You right. know what I mean? Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? So like, what when I see those things and I see like the whole would you go to the trick club with your woman and but women really don't understand like the more you like you celebrate your man, the more you put him out there like right, the more you're advertising him like at, at the same time and niggas and the nigga know like I hate to say it but like I tell you before niggas will fuck a bitch and never leave their woman like they yeah. just not because we have a more physical attachment to the sexual the idea of sex yeah but you know, you know what, what it is when these girls like. Lock their men down mm-hmm. and makes them want to do more shit, as opposed to when you have a little bit of freedom. When you have a compromise, not even yeah. freedom. When you have a compromise, like niggas aren't gonna want to do anything because they don't feel like they're in prison. Exactly. Exa- I've been in a, a little. I've been in, not in an open relationship, but I've been into a very open understanding. Yeah. Before I even got into a serious relationship, and I, f- I never felt, I never had the desire to test it because it was it was not 
a forbidden fruit. The idea of being with another woman, I kind of somewhat, granted we weren't in a committed relationship, but I had a respect and understanding for her. But I mean, it, it was great. I, yeah. I, I felt like she tricked me <laughs> low key, to be honest. When I look back at it now, like, what the, hold up, bitch, you did what? <laughs> Like you, yeah, nah, they they gotta loosen these leashes up a little, yeah. man. Y'all girls loosen y'all loosen the leashes leashes up on yes. y'all men, and I guarantee you, them niggas won't cheat. They not gonna go nowhere because no. they don't feel like they're in fucking prison. Yeah, they gonna feel like you know what, my girl gives me freedom. I'm I'm allowed to like be as yeah. free as I want. You're allowed to be a man. Exactly. You I tell I mean? her all the time. Like I'll send her girls on Instagram. Like God damn, this girl got a fat ass. Yeah. She doesn't even fucking like girls, but yeah. she can appreciate a fat, a fat ass. ass. Exactly. And she understands that as a nigga, I'm gonna look, look at, at a fat, a fat ass. ass. <laughs> like I can't just fucking close my eyes exactly. and never see an ass again. I'm like, gonna see them. I feel like we all gonna like look at a fat ass. It's the same way if a fucking swole ass nigga, nigga. passed by, your girl gonna look and be like, Ah oh, yeah. damn, <laughs> that like, nigga swole. Hey, listen, we went to Venice Beach and Muscle Beach. Yeah. And oh yeah, I, yeah I, I was willing to fight these niggas because, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't these stop her swole. from fucking looking. <laughs> like that yeah, nigga's like, way more swole than I. I'm a listen, little skinny listen, fat nigga. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Let me tell you why. Swole. I used to be very intimidated and insecure about my body. Right, way back. in Oh, not me. Sk- I've always been a skinny nigga with a gut. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'll shoot a big nigga. <laughs> no, so. When I, especially when it came to women, like I, I hate the niggas with the tattoos and the abs and shit. Fuck them uh, niggas. But then I'm I'm one half of those I guys. Learned, I don't have abs, but I got a shit yeah. ton of tats. <laughs> but then I learned a lot of those niggas are overcompensating for something they don't have. Mm. So when I realized that, I was like, oh, bet. Yeah. Like I really, I really started to come into my own. And there's a story that I, that I cannot tell on this podcast. Yeah, you can tell me later. Don't tell I'll me tell you later. But <laughs> it was a situation where like I was like, oh, what? Oh, okay, bet. So that doesn't even. Oh, it just look. It looks good, but it doesn't. Like a girl with a fat ass, you think she can just the nastiest. The no, fuck. the girl no. with the fat ass might not no. know how to fuck. Exactly, but we assume because the ass is fat, mm-hmm. she's taking all type of wild. Hey, listen, dick. I smash a girl that is currently like a very popular, like model girl, mm-hmm. and she's like full of tats and has a crazy ass. And I'll even see like in her comments the people that like go yeah. crazy for her and her fucking box was horrible. Yeah. Like trash. Damn. <laughs> and I smashed her more than once yeah. and it was fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> and niggas is in her comments going crazy, crazy, willing to risk it all. Facts. And have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean have I had like trash I have had trash. Oh no, nah, I've had some trash bots yeah, now. <laughs> I've had. But my pride I'm I'm a I'm a very like I'm a pleaser, so like, as long as you good, nigga, I'm good. I don't really fuck that, nigga. You know what I mean? I don't need a nut. Hey, listen, when I nut and and, and I decide that I'm finished, and I got to go about my business. I got shit to do with my life. I'm tired. I want a sandwich. I'm a little thirsty. I don't like the like. I hate. I like. See, I'm a soft ass nigga. I'm a muscle ass nigga, so I like. Oh no, fuck that. I I, I, I be like wanting to cuddle. You know what I'm saying? I be wanting. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I don't like. I like. I fuck a bitch anywhere, but I want to lay and cuddle up, and I like to. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? I know. My mama hugged me too much. Hey, listen, we'll. uh, Yeah, that. I think that's the problem. My mom just like, ah, nigga, you you're a boy. Get out of here. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy. Like how unaffectionate my family 
is, but mm-hmm. we all love each other, but we just never like yeah. don't hug me. I'm, <laughs> nigga, I'm hella affectionate, dog. I'm you know, not hugging too much, dog. Real shit. You know I'm what's crazy? Her. I'll go to my mom and because I know we're both not affectionate people, yeah. and I'll put my head on her shoulder and she'll be like, get off me. Oh, you're doing it to be spiteful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a troll. I love trolling her. Yeah. Like, that is my biggest troll. I'll troll her all the time. Nah, I troll my mom on Instagram. All any opportunity I presents itself. I'm I'm putting my mom on social media. <laughs> oh, I told her the other day, don't fucking follow me. <laughs> Stay off of all of my social oh, media. Facts. Because I'm gonna troll her. I'm gonna troll her too. I troll her all day yeah. through text, on phone calls, whatever. I don't care. I'm yeah, my mom her. has a Facebook page, no picture, just a name. Just Oh nah, my mom got a Facebook page and if I feel I'm like, like going on the there. But I, I got to tell her to stay out of my comments because yeah. she'll definitely, and she threatens to go, like, posting. I would love comments. my mom to be in my comments. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, my mom supports I, me too much, yeah. and I don't want her in the comments because oh, okay. if somebody says some hate shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, nah, nah. So, my like, mom and my brother, they can't be in my comments. Oh, so oh, let's let's get back to the music. Though. What we got going on right now as far as musically, like... I mean, I, there's a lot of good music there. Mm-hmm. I, I can honestly say I, I, I haven't heard a song that I'm like, eh, I've liked every song. And the production, I once again, the production, the mastering, the, yeah. the vibe of it, it, it. You seem, even though you're kind of young in the game, you seem kind of beyond your years. But like I said, you're a little bit of a cheat code. Yeah, and I it's because get, I'm a perfectionist. I'm yeah. such a perfectionist. Like, that shit has to be 1,000% perfect mm-hmm. in my eyes. Yeah. And that's kind of like I struggle with that a lot because niggas is like, bro, just put it out. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. no, because there's one fucking frequency that I don't like, so we gotta mix it over. Mix it all, oh, okay, okay. yeah. But um, I'm I'm trying to get out of that bad mm-hmm. habit because I know as an artist, you're never gonna feel like it's perfect. Yeah. So you kind of just gotta go with it. And like I was saying before, the first project I put out was mixed horribly, mm-hmm. but because I said if we do this. I'll I'm put it out. Yeah. So I had to be a man of my words and say, fuck it. I'm not going to wait anymore. Let's just put it out. Mm-hmm. And then from there, niggas was like, oh, this shit is hard. I mean, I can't really hear exactly what you're saying because it was, it was mixed horribly. Mm-hmm. I, even I still think about it. I might have to like remix it and put it out. But Yeah. Re-release. Yeah. But I was just like, fuck it. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it and just mm-hmm. put it out because I know myself. I had to wait four more years before I put that shit out because I already had it for like two years. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm not crazy. putting it out till we mix it. But now, um, I've actually been kind of mixing my own shit and learning more of how to mix. So, um, we have a lot of new stuff. Especially, are, are we are we putting are we packaging this new stuff? Like, I, I love I love hearing new stuff. But when is this shit dropping? Like, I see a lot of this. A lot, so I go on Spotify and I follow you. So I see a lot of singles. Mm-hmm. I don't see no projects. Yeah. Like, what was what we getting a project? Why yeah, is because. I have a very short attention span, and I know a lot of the rest of the world does. Nah, put put down the weed for a couple months, dog, please. <laughs> I be trying, but my attention span is like worse than a fucking ant. We can get you some Adderall. And, and it, that shit is horrible. That shit, I've tried that, and it makes my fucking heart beat too crazy. I be scared, feeling like yeah. I'm about to die. <laughs> so I have a very short attention span, and I always like, I was just saying earlier, like a lot of music kind of bores me. I like excitement and mm-hmm. I like to hear new things all the time. So because I have such a short attention span, even songs that I haven't put out, I, I can't listen to it because if I listen to it for a week and I'll be tired of it. So I try to always keep new fresh Kino, stuff. Kino. I know. Release the fucking music, bro. I know. No, that I'm going to. I'm no, just, going to. just release that shit tomorrow. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> no, you can. You're not signed to no label. Are you signed to label? Are you signing anybody? I'm signed to myself. Okay, so Mindful Menace Media. Okay, so let's just release the music. There's not a. They literally, when I go on, it's literally not enough music. And no bullshit. Yeah. 
Because I'm really listening to that. I'm like, nigga, that is left and everything in like fucking 20 minutes. What the fuck's going on? Like, get the fuck? Nah, like 47 minutes. I got a, I got a cool 47. Yeah. Yeah, nah, when I tell Bro, you. Bro, he, he has the songs, Pierre. I do. Pierre, he has catalog. He has but, music. Stop. But, my, like I said, my one problem with myself was mm-hmm. that I had way more songs than visuals. And then it's like... Like I was saying earlier, you know how black people just hate on everything, right? Yeah. For no reason. It's not even like real hate. It's just like if you you got a Toyota, a nigga be like, bro, you don't got a Benz. You yeah. get a Benz, you get a CLA, and nigga's like, bro, you don't got an S class. So oh, it's yeah. like I'll put out a million songs, and then people's like, bro, your songs good, but where's your videos? And then I'll no, start okay, thinking like, fair enough. I'm like, all right, I got like fucking forty songs out, and I mm-hmm. have two videos, nigga. You got to do more visuals. Yeah. So from that, that's why I really was like. I could put out a song every single week. Honestly, I make songs so quickly. Like, I can literally put out a song. What's your thought process? Are you writing or are you just kind of going there freestyling? I, I don't write at all. I start with mumbles. So, because since I'm such like a musical person and I know my voice is basically another instrument mm-hmm. and everything I do is just more instruments on top of it. Yeah, I noticed that. So, I look at it as like I'm just adding to the beat. Mm. So, I'll start with, I'll start with a bunch of mumbles just to catch the flow. To get the notes right, yeah, and then I just fill in the words like line by line, and then from there I just add harmonies and ideas. Yo, when I talk to artists and I just hear how they build songs, it's just my I can't, my mind cannot grasp the concept of the creativity that y'all have. Listen, it makes no, I, I I can't. We was um, I can't. We were. We was in a mansion the other day, right? And I brought all my shit over there. A humble flex. Go ahead. Yeah, humble flex. I, I yeah. tell you, I'm a very humble person, but I'm, yeah. I'm a flex a little bit. But we was in a we was in the big ass crib, and she had her office set on the fucking west wing of the house. Yeah. And I'm on the east wing, right? Yeah. And she'll pass by every once in a while, and I'm recording. I have headphones on. You don't hear anything but whatever I'm doing. Oh, yeah. And she'll hear, and she's like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. But then when I play it on the speaker, she's like, holy Holy fuck. (laughs) This is what you were just doing? It's my, my recording process is a little weird. Yeah. But uh, come on, can we get some dates? Can we get an official project name release? I'm putting pressure on you right now. Yeah, I, my next project will drop in 2022. But. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> dog! No, <laughs> from now yeah. until then, you're yeah. just gonna get a million singles. <laughs> that's it. You're just doing singles. Yeah, that's it. Man. Okay, when? All right. So, what single? What's your favorite song out right now that you've done? Oh, honestly. I'm trying to point everybody in another direction. I want to everybody listen to this. I want to point them into like, yo, Spotify. You're not on title yet, but you got. I, I am on title. No, no. What the fuck? I'm supposed to be. You know, I pay for yeah. that shit. You got make double check. check that because title gives the most money for streams. So that yes, I subscribe that to do. title. Absolutely. Shout out for to that title. reason. Title and Napster. People Napster? didn't even know Napster was still out. I think Napster pays the best. Mm-hmm. Napster still out. A nigga. Napster is like title now, mm-hmm. and they pay. A lot. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I need to look into Please, that. everybody get Napster and play my shit. Because Napster play, pays the most. <laughs> Damn. That niggas is paying. Wow. People like, get on Napster. Spotify might pay four-tenths of a penny. Yeah. And Napster is like three cents or some shit like that. Damn. Yeah. Nah, it's, I mean, you don't really get much for a stream, but Napster is definitely paying the most. Shout out to Napster. Mm. I fuck with y'all. I got my first little... Music songs from Napster. I downloaded from there. Shout out to Napster. So, like, I mean, what's the what's the single that we want to push everybody towards to at the end of this podcast? 
honestly i don't even fucking know because uh, i just make music and i don't i mean i listen to myself all the time and every new song that i make is my new favorite people but, like he's a very very good artist you're you're very like it's when people find out and they're finding out i i can only imagine I'm glad I got you here now because I can be like, well, I was there in the beginning. If I never talked to him again. I nah, you definitely. No, no, I'm just saying I, I could see like I've been in a room with people that I've I've known are going to go. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm glad I was there and did this part. So I, I can I'm really seeing everything from the, the beginning and yeah. where it goes. Nah, man, you one of the people that's definitely been here since day one. So I, I just want some groupie fuck. bitches when you're on tour. Bro, you can have all, all of them. Want. I don't want any of them. I'm I'm like literally. I could be liaison. Like I'm listen, to the, like I've been I'm like this since Kino. band days. I got a kick. Kick. I see. So what, the wow. the what? Gus The Gus Listen, since I was in bands, I've always been the type of person that I'm gonna. So I have this switch that I flip. Yeah. I'm usually a very quiet person and like Me too. to myself. I'm I'm such a very antisocial person. I'm not antisocial, but oh, I'm, quiet. I'm bad. I'm bad sometimes. If I'm not working, I'm I'm in the corner vibing. Yeah. If I don't know you or yeah. somebody I know doesn't know you, mm-hmm. I'm not really gonna talk. Yeah. Like it's gonna be very I'm bad. But I've always been like I'll go to shows and I have my headphones on the entire time until it's time for me to play. Mm-hmm. And then I flip that switch. And then it's like, holy shit, who the fuck is this Metallica yeah. dude? And then when I'm done, the switch goes back off, and I put my hoodie on and put my headphones back and don't talk to me. I don't want to take pictures. I, I, have an, I have an incredible marketing scheme for you. Okay. All right? Oh, man. We're going to set up a drum, uh-huh. drum set. I know you have one set up. Mm-hmm. We're going to set up a camera. Okay. And then we're going to do some wild drum shit mm-hmm. and drop a song, one of your songs right after it. Mm. Oh, yeah, by the way, this is my new song. <laughs> Linking by linking linking description below. You know what it is. I thought about like doing mixing the drums with the with the music. Yeah, but Anderson Pot got that on lock. I don't want to take it from. No fuck dice, no, bro. But I know if I did stop it, it, stop it. I know if we did do it, we'll be the only two niggas that really do it. No, because but I'm trying to think of a different way because that nigga like we already know. Cause I be seeing like pop concert, that nigga gonna have a drum set out. It's gonna yeah. be lit. So I try to think of different ways. Like I'm listen, I'm but even to just get people more familiar with you, even if you're doing covers of other songs, YouTube is not gonna catch it and take it down. Yeah. So you can still drop your music on after that, or so, or find a a popping song. Like you know how DJs, when DJs introduce, sorry, new music. They protect it. So they protect it with a hit, mm-hmm. your song, and then another hit. Mm. Something familiar. So you got to find a song that is familiar with your song that you can drum. Then you drop your song mm. and then whatever. So people are like, okay, this sounds familiar. And people start, like, you start brainwashing niggas yeah. on the internet. It's like you notice how all these new songs are all samples of old songs. Oh, come on, man. Samples. It's the fucking cheat crazy. That's the real cheat code. Oh, facts. You think I got the cheat code? It, Them I, niggas got I, the I never code. thought I'd live in a world where, like, Songs that I grew up listening to, middle school, high school, are mm-hmm. being sampled in my lifetime. Yep, that's crazy. And the sample was fire, but the song was. And only a few producers. Not so fire. Only the few producers. It's already hip hop, like Three Six Mafia. They were the one that owned like all their rights to their yeah. music, oh, so they were a little bit ahead of the curve. Project Pad and mm. all of them were. were and I um, fucking love Three Six. What's what's nigga? Project Pad and fucking Juicy J. Juicy J. J. Paul. Yeah. Owning their masters ahead of yeah, too it's short. Very important. Oh, the is like before it was even 
a thing to even think about they were doing it and like their money's being reflipped mm-hmm. and then their songs are getting re are getting back in circulation because yeah. of their samples i think they just sued travis scott because on his album he used uh you remember tear the club up oh yeah he used just fuck the club but up. oh yeah just that part nigga nigga sued him for it i i was reading something the other day this nigga trinidad james bruno mars um you know that gold all on my he that used shit was a fire, by the he way. He used a cadence. Bruno Mars used a cadence on twenty four carat, a cadence of a melody of how Trinidad James did it, mm. and this nigga getting the check off that shit, like a check check. <laughs> so I'm like, nigga, how, bro? Like I just feel like, and I was talking to my boy Izzy. Izzy, are you kidding me? Izzy Beats mm-hmm. that did a toast mm. with coffee, the Grammy shit. That shit is fire. Yes, and I was just like, yo, you just got to be in the room. When you That's niggas it. make a song, you get a 2%, 1% producer credit. Bro, you credit. know how crazy it is? We could be in the studio, yeah. and I could say, this is A, and you're like, nah, you should say, this is the. Mm-hmm. And niggas would literally say that and be like, yo, I gave you that one line, though. You got to give me 5%. Like, no, that shit literally like the, I've literally been in sessions where niggas would say, they'll cough and say, yo, you should use that, but you got to mm-hmm. give me a percentage. Damn. <laughs> Crazy game, really. Random question: What would be a what would be a, like a cool ass Haitian versus? Oh. If 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 you let the Haitian do versus, what would be the ultimate the Haitian? Ultimate Haitian versus will honestly be my dad versus Sweet Mickey. <laughs> Without a doubt, like no questions asked. Damn, fuck T Vice. Nah, they, they was they was babies when my old boy was out there. Even they know, like they gotta pay homage. They know those are my dogs though. Shout out to T Vice. Yeah, but they I know. met them. Yeah, really cool people. Really cool people. Those my, Damn, we can't open. talk about T Vice because you know they're family members in here. We can't really talk bad about them. But oh nah, yeah, I, I, shout oh, out to T Vice, right. man. They're the great. great I remember. Human I remember the first time I heard like a Haitian live band. It was at the Curry Fest, right fucking here in Fort Lauderdale on Sunrise, mm. the Cricket Stadium. Yeah, and T Vice shut that shit down. They had mm-hmm. fucking tie dye shirts on and shit. <laughs> yeah, I still got that picture, man. And yeah. I was just like, yo. And I listened to um. My neighbor, I be playing ping pong with. He Haitian, mm. so a lot of times I play like a little. You know, it's easy for me to come in my house and just play dancehall reggae music all night. But yeah. I play a little. I found like a little seventy eighties Haitian mix, and I be vibing to it. And my ex, shout out to Dina, she gave me some Haitian compa CDs. Mm. And sometimes I tell people like, dog, sometimes you gotta enjoy the music. Fuck what they saying or what right. you think they saying. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck the words, man. Just yeah, music. The Listen mu- to the, the music. The, Feel the, the vibe. Yeah, and I was like, yo, this compa uh, Haitian music was like was mad relaxing yeah it's a vibe and when that when that keyboard solo come in or the guitar solo (laughs) they be killing that shit that shit is a vibe bro yeah man that shit is crazy man everybody listen up Matt Keno let everybody know uh, your social media so they can follow you how to get in contact with your music and all that stuff look anywhere for Keno Raymond K-I-N-O R-A-Y-M-O-N is that your name name or like a nickname so that's a cool name, by the way. I just Kino. Is Thank just you. A cool my, name. It's it's just been passed down. My real name. I got a Haitian ass name, Pierre Limo, and my last name is. Derulo. Y'all gotta. Yeah, listen. Y'all Haitians gotta get a little more diverse with y'all names, man. No, you know what like, it y'all is. Gotta, every like man has either Pierre or Jane J- or Jean or Joseph. Every, every woman has Marie. Oh. Like that's like their thing over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, no, but it's just a thing. <laughs> I hate. I hate when I I I can look at people like and see things. I know where you're from. I hate yeah. that shit. You know what's crazy? Nobody ever believes me when I tell them I'm Haitian. They always think Racist. I'm Jamaican. 
Like because it's I just wear, because I wear a lot of jewelry and man, fuck that. No jewelry, yo, what no, the- I, bro. I swear nigga, to God, there was one Haitian time. Niggas? Listen, I went into a, a fucking Uber one time. Yeah, I had a mouthful of gold. I had on like thirty chains and yeah. fucking bracelets, and it was a Haitian from driver. Miami. It was a Haitian driver. Yeah, and when I when I find Haitian people, I talk to them in Creole. Creole let them yeah, know that I'm Haitian too. Yeah. And he's like, "What? I thought you were Jamaican." I'm yeah. like, why? He said, I don't know. You came in. You had all this jewelry. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is that? But I also used to play drums in church. Mm-hmm. And they told me when I got my ears pierced that I can no longer play because, you, bro, the Haitian bro. church is so crazy. I remember I went to a Haitian church one time. It's crazy. <laughs> Yo, it was, it was a Haitian church on Pembroke Road, like just east of Island Drive. And it was like... The sermon was in in Creole. Mm. I was like, Is, was it the one that was like right by the turnpike, kind of? Nah, right under the overpass. It's all right. Like if I'm going west on, if I'm going east on Pembroke Road. Okay. All right. So say for example, like Pass Island Drive. I'm passing Island Drive. It's gonna be on my right hand side. Okay. That little Haitian church over on the corner. Was it in the plaza by like 72nd? Nah, I want to say before the plaza. Okay. It kind of like stand on their own land, but then I know how. Pembroke Road is mm. But I was like My nigga Why did I come in For my friend Yeah They're in Creole Yeah <laughs> Like what the fuck And they're, they're like Screaming Oh man Yeah It was it was an experience I couldn't stop laughing Great experience <laughs> I, great I just experience. couldn't No it's a great I experience no, I Even me when I go Like yeah. I, I can't go with my cousin Cause we're just gonna laugh Yo we're it's, laugh, it's like, it, out loud I couldn't stop laughing man Yeah it Even was, my mom, she was like big into Haitian churches once. Yeah. We used to tell her like, "You, you know, you're part of a cult, right?" <laughs> She's like, "No, I'm not." I think it's all Caribbean churches, man. Yes. Like, you, you don't know what you know. Been to church until you go to church in like your, your island. Yeah, first you got to no experience AC. a black church, like a black American church, yeah. and then you got to experience an island church. Nigga, them shits be hot. Bro, you ever been to a fucking fuck. a tabernacle of praise before, bro? <laughs> That's like the um <laughs> like a real black American, like everything is purple in there. Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My I God. live in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Listen, yeah, right, North Carolina right, has right. the most churches yeah. per capita with a mile than any <laughs> than any place in the United States. And Jamaica all black and all their And guess who has the most churches in the country? In the world. Who? Jamaica. Oh. Jamaica has the most churches per square than anywhere in the world. That's crazy. Mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, that's Google. Come on, check, check that. don't don't get me started on the Jamaica facts, but I blow your mind. I hurt your feelings. <laughs> yeah, no, I hurt your feelings. Like, yo, Jamaica's the most influential culture in the world. Point blank, period. Yeah, y'all boys be daggering. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't. <laughs> granted, I know. I, yes, Haiti was the first independent country, but no one would go to Haiti if it wasn't for Jamaica. No, listen, nobody would go to the fucking islands if it wasn't for Jamaica. Jamaica is like that gateway to say, okay, I can went here. Okay, now it's time to go other places. Nigga. Remember, James Bond was first shot in Jamaica. James Bond Beach. Granted, they shot one in, in Haiti, Casino Royale. It was fire. I, I'm a James Bond fan, so I know. You know what I mean? But I haven't been to Haiti. I want to go to Haiti. I've been to DR. I want to go to Haiti. Yeah. yeah but I don't want to get. You, I don't want to get kidnapped. One thing, yeah, you definitely got to go with the right people. <laughs> I don't want to get kidnapped. Nah, you, you won't get kidnapped, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I'm hearing st- I hear stories. Uh, nah, you know, you hear stories everywhere though. You, the time they said there was so many kidnapped. 
you have to get a receipt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even my first time going, like, yeah. I had to make sure, like, hey, is it yeah. safe if I go? Like, I had to make a bunch of phone calls. No, nah, sure. you got to check in. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, in, in all retrospect, if I go to Jamaica today, I, it's not as bad, but I make sure my cousins know. Yeah. I'm not, granted, I do drive by myself, but I'm going certain places. I'm going, but I, if I'm interacting with people in Jamaica, I'm not even talking. Yeah. Fuck talking. Yeah. They gonna know. They yeah, know no, off for, rip. For a while, I couldn't go. Because of like my old boy, like, yeah. for a while, I couldn't go. I had to call him and make sure it was safe. safe. Yeah. And then when I when I told him I was going, he had like 50 people call me yep. like, as soon as I got there. I remember there. one of my friend, uh, R.I.P. Dwayne, uh, my boy from Party Speed, he passed away. I mean, and uh, I had to go to the funeral on... Thanks on a Halloween Halloween night. I never get Halloween, so I, I my mom didn't want me to go. My dad told me like I'm going. Like this nigga, nigga created Slim City. Like yeah. just that nigga for me. So I go down there. Mind you, I get picked up by some other people. But there's this roster man walks up to me in the airport. He's like, "You're Devon's son." He's like, "Yeah, all right, you're good." And nigga just followed me around in the car all day. I was like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> he, Bro. Yeah. I've I've had like from all walks of the earth, like wherever I go, once they find out like who my old yeah. boy is. I've had the craziest people tell me the craziest things like, bro, don't worry, you're good. Whatever you need, like, you're straight. You, you need me to take somebody out for you, I got you. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, bro, we're, we're in McDonald's, like, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really need that right when's now. The, when's the last time you've been to Haiti? Uh, I think the last time we did a show there was the last Jesus time I Christ. went. Yeah, I try to I try to stay on my own land where I can know I can uh I can bring my strap. <laughs> nah, I feel you. But you, I'm pretty sure you get a gun in Haiti, bro. Come on. Yeah, of course. Easy. I'm, yeah, you don't want to get caught with one there. Why? It's, it's, yeah, it's it's worse than like getting caught in New York with a gun. Yeah. But you is there a way you can legally own a gun and <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, you know, you know people and you straight, yeah. but yeah, don't 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 carry a gun over there. <laughs> Shit, it's it's crazy, bro. It's just it's it's bad. But yeah, it's not that bad, but it is at the same time. It is like another country. You got to make sure you you straight. Yeah, and I don't, yeah. I, don't, I definitely don't want to I mean, get locked up. Over most there. most places I travel to, especially like non-black countries, I've never been a fear of my life. People be scared of black people anyway, yeah. so I've never been a. a I will say that I've never been anywhere where I've ever felt my yeah. life like because I I know. I will say when I went to Italy and I was in a place where they never seen black people before, mm. that was very uncomfortable. Yeah. I want to get the fuck out of there. I was like, no, they go, they go, like. It was a surreal ex- experience. Like I never, and I never. Ex- it was just wild. Like they were pointing yeah. at me, looking at me, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is, what's going on?" It was like, "Oh, it's when I went to Chile." Yeah, it was like, Chile. "No, they never seen a black person before." Oh, what do you mean? Like they never seen a black person? Yeah. Like, oh, crazy. we gotta go. <laughs> like now. Yeah, that's how it was in Chile. It was like, "Yo, who are you? Where, Chile, where's you y'all from? playing in Chile?" Yeah, I, I went. Uh, I did a little show over there in Chile. Doing what? Haitian, Haitian band. How the fuck, Nick? Yeah, for real. Yeah, they. What y'all they, doing over there? The market is crazy. I don't know what the fuck they, they over there smashing all the Chilean girls. Facts. Man. You know, you, you you Haitian, you gotta have two, three families, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah, they definitely, definitely out there. They got a family. Why in Haiti. Why I tell y'all? all the time. I don't know, nigga. I don't know. I might have kids. Dog, no, sure. why y'all have? Why y'all have? Like, why y'all have like two, three families? Like, because how y'all we do got that? Two, three bills, nigga. One. Family. <laughs> <laughs> I got a car note. I got a house payment. No, that should be crazy. Or I be hearing that stories. I be like. It really be some like Jamaican Haitian shit though. Yeah. I go lie, I never seen. Nah, these Caribbean niggas are on a whole different vibe, bro. Duh. Especially the wow. old school like niggas yeah. that 
like my dad's friends and the generation after my dad. Yeah. So right before me, it's like, yo, what the fuck was y'all on back then? I don't even fucking know. Y'all bro. some different shit. Like really go forth and multiply the earth type shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's it's my responsibility to have ex- thirteen kids. Right? No, and low key, like deep deep down inside, like in my gut of guts, like I feel like that too. Yeah. Nah. Fuck that. I just want to go places and have babies places and just call me in 18 years. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want I don't want my kid to be like raised in a shithead world. <laughs> yeah, I'll for real. I try to hold off as long as possible. I can't do that because like my saw my dad every day of my life so it just it's not going to yeah. compute. Yeah, no, but it's not it's not up to me. It's up to God. <laughs> oh, you leaving the guy hat? Yeah, no, nah, I've been I've been shooting up the club. Ain't oh, just leaving up the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, somebody Damn. get hit with one of these bullets, and it's, it's a wrap. But it's not up to me no more. <laughs> so yeah, no. yeah, nah, I, 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 I've yeah, been. Uh, I make a, a lot of bad. Dec- I made a, I made a lot of bad decisions. Yeah, it's all right. Man. That pussy be so fired, dog. Like, yeah. I hate. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get yourself in trouble now. <laughs> no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right, this is a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right this along. This is the first of all podcast, man. If you're in Kino, Kino, once again, everybody know your Instagram and everything like that so they can get get in tune with you. Yeah, Kino Raymond. K-I-N-O-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Find me everywhere, man. Just fucking hit me up. DM me. Talk shit. I like to talk shit, man. I'm not so, one of these people that... Tell everybody one song they got to go listen to right now. Go listen to Go Dumb. Go listen to At The Top. Fucking go listen to everything off my damn page, man. We trying to get paid and get the fuck out of out of here go to the world we're trying to bring all this to the world everybody needs to know my shithead ways and they need to know how much of an asshole i am and a very blunt person and such a caring person they just need to know me they need to get what's to your, are you a sagittarius pause no, no i'm more. a i'm a she is i'm yeah. a i'm a capricorn okay okay i've been told that we're very um because i'm an asshole but i'm very caring and i'm very blunt yeah. so i was wondering yeah i'm sag um, december 2nd Okay, yeah. Oh, I think that. my whole, that, that's Ralph. I think it's Ralph's birthday. Two Sagittarius. Yeah. That's what I call y'all. Yeah. I call y'all Sagittarius. Yeah. My mom's a Capricorn though. Mm. The twenty first. She's a great human being. I know it already. Yeah. I know it. No, we're not. Ah, but you're we're amazing. Whatever. We're amazing. <laughs> She's surrounded out by caps, so she, yeah. she talks shit about us all the time. But yeah. realistically, she knows if anything happens, she can call one of the caps in her life. And they're going to be <laughs> she there. She's going to be straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter what it is, a cap um, going to have your back. That's what's up, man. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming by and doing this, man. We should have this a long time ago, but I'm glad it got done. This is the first and First in Wild Podcast featuring my man Keno Raymond. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. And I'll come through whenever, man. Just call me. I don't be doing shit but making music anyway. So Yeah, I'm gonna start releasing that up. shit though. I will. I will. I like know. next week. I'm gonna like I'm gonna DM you next week. Yo, uh I didn't see no updates on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Because we have so much in the chamber, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a make something happen within the next couple weeks for you. No, I just for drop, you a, drop a mixtape just called Just Cause. Just Cause. I dropped one called Three with just three songs on it, just because oh my, my favorite was Three. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I just dropped one called Three just because. <sighs> but yeah, nah, bro, I'm not, I'm not doing shit till 2022, man. Y'all just gonna get a bunch of singles. You're gonna be annoyed. You're gonna get all types Can you of talk shit. To him, please? Nah, he he been trying. He been trying, but no. Yeah. Don't say I agreed and I've been trying. I don't. I don't know what that means. He, he he tried first. He tried first yeah. to get me to drop a bunch of shit, but then I was like, nah, fuck that. And he's like, all right, well, I know nigga, you gonna do whatever you want. So okay, fair yeah. enough, man. But I got you, man. I'm gonna drop something. I all right, appreciate it. I'm gonna damn you for real. I got you. I got right. you. I'm, I'm putting a reminder in my phone. I'm not gonna forget. And I, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you hear some yeah. new shit too. So you know right. we got shit in the chamber. No, right. nigga, fuck that, nigga. Nah, put out the new right, shit, right, dog. Right, and I don't want right, to hear right. no shit. All right, I'm not gonna let this nigga hear nothing. No, just drop out. that shit. Like when you're gonna, like if you're gonna drop it on Friday, yeah, send it to me Wednesday, Thursday. All right, I got you. But until then, so you been making your own beats? 
So I started making my own beats, but then after a while, I was just like, I just want to focus on making music and mm. give other people opportunities to make beats. Yeah. Who you working? Who producer you working with right now? A lot. Um, I got my boy right now, Monsieur. That that nigga's been sending me some Fire. heat. I got my boy Young Jesus been sending me heat. I had a lot of people, man. It's just been sending me packs and that like really believe and just like send me 20, 30 beats at a time. Oh my God. Yeah, because they know. That's a lot of work. But you know what it is? My my beat selection is so like. Exit. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, I, I won't just use just anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very picky with what I use. And I guess that's why like everybody likes my beats and my shit because I won't make a song unless. I connect with the beat. Like, yeah. a lot of shit is fire, but I just don't connect to yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I, I get that. So you, I, I listen you. to it and be like, oh, this is hot, but I don't feel it a ain't, connection. It ain't for you. Because I know once I feel a connection, I can make something, like, I'm not even going to think about it and it's going to come out. So fire. that's really, like, why my beat picking is so particular. Nah, I wish I could be that creative. <sighs> but it's, it's, it's... Yeah, but I, I'm creative in the sense of, like, I have to hear... I'm creative off of other people's music, so I can... I can present things very creatively, but I can't. It's a gift create. and a curse sometimes. Yeah. Cause sometimes I just want to create, but I'm so picky and it's like, fuck bro, just pick something and make something. Mm-hmm. But because I know once I hear like, it's just, it could be one sound that just rings in my ear yeah. and I just feel it in my inside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Yo, this I, I listen sick. to music sometimes. Like I remember I was listening to um, the box and I, when I heard the beat, I was like, how did they? How did they do this? Yeah, like you know I hear music and I'm box? like, how do they? The first, the first sound, nigga. I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> this well, nigga just thought. Believe it. <laughs> I was like, how did they figure this out? And mm-hmm. then they have the. I don't know if you heard the version where it's like they're playing it strictly on piano. Then mm-hmm. it goes from piano acapella piano into the beat. <sighs> how the fuck did they? How? Like it's my just, mind, my mind can't grasp the creativity to make like. Listen, I would you, love to been in the room when they fucking made back that ass up. Once you like, feel that vibe and you this? feel it in you, yeah. like you don't even think it just comes out. It's all a feeling. That's why I'm. I don't pick shit just because it sounds good. Yeah. If I'm not feeling it a hundred percent, I'm not even gonna waste none of our time. It's all a feeling. Everything in music is all what you feel on the inside. Mm, if you don't feel sounds it, like pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> music is just like pussy. If you don't feel it, you don't like it, and you don't want it. <laughs> you're not gonna call back. If the pussy's trash, you're not think, gonna call back. I don't think they can be in it. That sounds like condom sex. Not nah, gonna feel man, it. Man, listen, listen. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't. I. I don't even oh know what a condom God, is. Man. I haven't. I know. <laughs> hey, you guys, if you're not in committed relationships or you just started dating, please use condoms. It's so shit hard. Is crazy out here. It does feel a lot better, but save yourself from no, either catching some shit or having a shitty baby mama. No, save yourself. listen, listen. When it's very important. I was having sex with a condom. Right, it's trash. I used no, 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 no. But you, to if you don't even know, if you don't know what raw sex, oh yeah, is, if you don't know, it's amazing. I never used to understand how people could get like pregnant, and it's like how? Yeah, just put a condom on. Yeah, <laughs> just, 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 I don't <laughs> get it. Until that day comes, Until, my nigga. I remember the first time. To the very detail when she whispered in my ear, "No, I want to feel you." Oh, holy man. shit! Mm. She was setting you up. Yeah, she was trying to sit you. She up. was a, she was a, she was a uh, foreign exchange student. Uh, she was from London. That bitch my nigga. Set you up. And she was moving back to London. Her time and her semester was over at UM, and she was going back. My nigga, when I tell you, in the trap. But it, it's the worst thing that could ever happen to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it is. Shut the, the fuck up. <laughs> 
<laughs> man, let's get up out of here, yeah. man. Keno, appreciate you, man. It's the first Wild Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, brother.